Hey dolls, and welcome back to another episode of Romantically Lit, a podcast that features two undercover hopeless romantics who kiki and review different black romance novels across the diaspora. I am Hannah. And I'm Odelia. And on this week's episode, we reach the midpoint of Jane Igar's Nigerian romance novel, Where We End and Begin. And let me tell y'all, I promise you, the story only gets more intense and interesting. But if you're tuning in for the first time, bienvenue! And thank you for joining us today. Today we'll be reviewing chapters 23 to 33 of where we end and begin. But hold on, DJ Booth, hold on, hold on. Before you carry on listening, please make sure you check out our previous episodes on where we end and begin because today we'll be sharing a couple spoilers and other important developments of the novel. While you're there, you might as well just check out our other reviews of equally romantic books such as A Perfect Fine by Tia Williams and Before I Let Go by Candy Ryan. As always, in this love shack, we call our little podcast welcomes all different types of love tropes. And we know we've reviewed something just for you. And on that note, let's go get it. Hello, 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 and welcome back as my Barb-esque co-host. Uh, stated we are jumping right back into where we end and begin i just want to say one thing i am not a bar <laughs> but i support Nicki minaj you're not you support i support her music okay because we grew up listening to Nicki minaj so i support her music i understand the legacy that she has i'm not a barb i just want to make that clear <laughs> you know barb is a slur this day these it, days it, no no it really is it really is i'm not a barb i'm gonna say it again i do not have any <laughs> sexual relations with that woman with Nicki minaj <laughs> no we are not barb so we we appreciate a monster verse or a little bit of an itty bitty piggy um you know she she is a legend in her own right though she acts like everything but that yep Please tell your husband to stop standing around Atlanta aimlessly. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Anyways, putting Nicki Minaj aside, and let's talk about Janie Garo's where we end and we begin. We're actually past the midway point. We're now going into the second half. And as Hannah stated, it's going to get juicier and juicier and more shocking and shocking and we we don't even get to the, I can't wait till the final chapters because then I can I've been holding in everything for four weeks so I can't wait to unleash all my real feelings um <laughs> okay but anyway let's let's start let's pick up where we ended so last time we saw our two beautiful lovers um freaking um do you need oh, help, sweetie? Nor, nor, nor. Dooney and Obi were at the hotel. Yes. Yes. And we learned a few things. So Dooney has a friend named Emily. Mm-hmm. Who, Emily or Emma? Emily. Okay. Who lives in Seattle with her. And mm -hmm. normally at this point, they're at home watching The Bachelor. Low grade reality show. Honestly, I judge anyone who sits down and just watches The <laughs> Bachelor. still watching The Bachelor. Yeah. I know the last couple on it was a black couple. You guys still. almost got me to watch it. But I, I know the truth. Um, but at this point, Duty's been watching it her whole life. Like, mm -hmm. now that I think about it, like, I didn't clock it when she said that they have Bachelor Mondays. But she was telling Obi about The Bachelor back in, like, 2007. 
grant or 2000 it's okay when they no, were like it was like 2012 yeah 2000 something to be fair the bachelor's been on since we were literal toddlers yeah, fair so enough. um and we find out that obi has hired a private detective to find his no good daddy um and he wants to talk about the blood oath because he believes there was something there and duty's like no it's not real none of it's real and um you know obi's also noticed a specific something something on on her back she's That's got a little back or a shoulder blade? her shoulder blade on her back yes um <laughs> we we know body parts here because <laughs> you said shoulder blade on her back <laughs> I know, I know, um, you know what? Forget it. Lucis Maximus. Um, fibula. Hey! <laughs> I promise you guys, we passed biology at some point in our lives. I, did, I had a good grade in science because she tried to clown me earlier because I didn't know the periodic formula for alcohol Who's and she? I still don't. She's you. Oh. Um, what is it? I don't know. So then why were you clowning I me? I just know it's not AL. Okay, so anyway, so they, <laughs> so Obi's seen the tattoo and he's kind of been like, "What's that?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, I, uh, "And we're assuming this is <laughs> this is the child." They've been alluding to the fact that at some point in time, Dooney was pregnant, and as we know from the previous chapters, they had agreed. <laughs> They envisioned that if they wanted to have a child, they would have a daughter and name her Austin after Dooney's favorite author, Jane Austen. Honestly, I think Austin's a terrible name for a little girl. Horrible, especially for a Nigerian girl. (laughs) It doesn't really align, but like. I don't like it, but you know what? I'm going to let him rock because this is my OTP. Um, so we're going to jump into chapter 23 and it is a then chapter. So Emeka's trying to tell some story in the calf. And Obi's listening, but Dooney's like trying to put her her head on his shoulder, and she's like, marking her territory. That's my yeah. man, my man, my man. And I'm like, it's like my story this good? Like y'all are not good. Like you guys just want to jump each other's bones, huh? Mm-hmm. And Obi's like, I don't even really know what you're talking about. Like Dooney, just do your thing. We know you're going to insult Emeka now. Just do it. But he's looking, and she's looking at Lara, and she said some mean things to Lara. Like you know. Yeah, she tells her like, to put her eyes, avert your eyes. Like she yeah. definitely tapped into her jealous girlfriend era. Yes, <laughs> tapped in. She's always been there. <laughs> Fair enough. But now she's like, like threatening to beat up girls. Or like she already was doing that. It's too much. It's too much. Like um, she thinks this is love and hip hop. But anyways, <laughs> so Obi Obi does not like it. At first he thought it was a little funny, but now he's like, oh my god, like please yeah so he pulls her outside and he's like you cannot do this his thing is like this is not a historical romance because as we know the girlies and like you know prime prejudice or whatever a man has to do some big gesture exactly you know we're not doing that here. and he's like this is real life ma'am i am a skinny boy (laughs) i cannot fight (laughs) i do not want to fight yep let's be normal because she's like don't you get jealous about he's like yeah i get jealous you think i don't notice but you know what i am i have sense i live in the real world i like that and um he's like he also says i can show my love to you in different ways show my love to you 
I do. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was heartbreak. Um, is that song about her mom? Why does everybody use it for romance? So, yeah, she's, yeah, because Yeba lost her, her, unfortunately her mom died by um, unaliving herself. And so a lot of her music is talking about how much she misses her mom and how depressed she is. So yeah, I love her, but I've always known all every song is pretty much about her mother. Yeah, but then on TikTok, they're like, look at me proposing to my girlfriend. <laughs> and that's it's playing like in the y'all background. playing Burner Boy's last last of the wedding. <laughs> like, do you understand? Like, I know it's a very, like, pop yeah. song, but it it's not what you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, so Obina is just like, listen, like, the way I look at you, the way I treat you, the how I how I touch you. <laughs> so you can quote it, I can't. <laughs> It is I'm well. Sorry, Julia. It is well. So that's just how he's saying that. That's how I sh- show my love to you. you don't have, <laughs> I don't have to like fight a man. You know it just by these things that I do. And I thought that was really cute. So then she's naming all these things, and she's like, "Have a sex, like make love to me." And she's like, "Yeah, I want to have sex with you, Obi." And he's like, "Oh." And she's like, unless you don't want to. He's like, no, no, I do. No, no. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> don't get twisted. Okay. He's like shaking his head like a dog. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. Let's. No, I want to. I... I was waiting for you to catch on. Okay. <laughs> and she's like, okay, great. Like, and very duty fashion. She's like, yeah, let's just go to my house after and we'll do it. I think if I was him, I'd be like, why is everything so matter of the fact? Like, but then he's like, okay, yeah, no, for sure. So they go over to her house and Judy's prepared. She's got herself condoms. I love a I love a safe sex moment. Amen. And her parents are out of town. Yes. She's already threatened the maids. <laughs> I don't think the maids pay attention. They do. I think they're afraid of I if I was listen now. If I was a maid in that household, I'd be taking notes. And I'll be going to the other maid and say, mm-hmm. And you know what happened next? You know what happened next? Just entertain myself. You know, work is so boring. You need a, <laughs> you need a couple, like, highlights during the day to get by. No, I wouldn't snitch. Like, she would never even have to threaten me. But, like, I would definitely be gossiping. Listen, if you want to bring boys in here and do what you want to do, that's not my business, okay? Especially with your parents and who these people are, I'll be very afraid. Listen, as long as the check drops every two weeks, okay. I don't care what you do. But, um, I don't think that it's going to be checks or delium. I think they just hand them cash. <laughs> I don't care. Because the way her credit. mom is, I know they mistreat those those um, people who work for them. I just know for a fact. The way Dooney is. Listen, she's talking to a taxi driver. Listen. But they go up to her room and she, again, very matter of fact, do you want to undress me or should I? And Ovi's just trying to maintain the fact that he gets to see her boobies. <laughs> And, but she tells him, she's like, I know you're a soft, sweet boy, and I love that about you. But in this moment, I need you to have some baritone in your voice as I say it. <laughs> and I, he's like, okay, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to try my best. But they agree. You know, they're like, this is both of our first times. Nobody here knows what they're doing. Yeah. We're going to figure it out together, mm-hmm. which is so sweet. I'm sorry. I love that. <laughs> Yes, it's sweet. Yeah, you can act like how you want to act, but like, anyway. So, obviously, duty <laughs> off pant, and poor Ovi's afraid to because he he has, which is very interesting because we always talk about girls being insecure, but he's very insecure about the fact that like he's very twiggly, like yeah. very skinny, yeah. 
And Dooney does that thing that she does with all of Obi's insecurities, which is, I've told you, I like you how you are, Mm -hmm. which is cute, Mm -hmm. sweet, I guess. But again, it does not, it does not solve the problem that a problem that Obi's been trying to fix. You know, he works out, he tries to eat as much as he can when he can, but you know, he's just a, he's just a teenage boy at the end of the day. Yep. But he's he's obsessed with Dooney's skin. He's obsessed with Dooney's bodies, parts of Dooney's bodies. <laughs> to the point where Dooney's asking him about, like, do you know how to put on a condom? And this man's too busy grabbing at her ass. He's like, wow, I've never been in a more better place than I am right now. Yeah, he didn't hear that question. He didn't hear a single like, thing huh? she said. What? <laughs> <laughs> he was focused on the nyash. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> but luckily for him, he has a neighbor solo who who's a bad guy but i haven't heard that term since like 2015 <laughs> when i read that i laughed because i said who's saying that it's <laughs> so weird um who solo i guess is like a, a neighborhood bad guy who taught him how <laughs> why to, do you say like because that? that's how they that's how they spelt in the book it's b-a-h-d i it's spelled like fouls the bad guy yeah but it's but i feel like the way you say it is more of like you know what i mean <laughs> Like how he did it in school, in elementary school. Okay. You never used to like emphasize on it? No. Where I grew up, that's how we, that's how we'd say it. The bad guy. Yeah, the bad guy. (laughs) It's almost like, oh, you're cool. You think you're cool? You think you're cool? So Solo Solo, uh, taught um, Obina how to basically put a condom on which solo is doing He's what doing a, lot work. Of, yeah. a lot of y'all in school in your little sex education classes fail to do exactly so solo good for you continue being the bad guy <laughs> but you know that's the thing right some of the things our parents consider bad is actually yeah <laughs> you, you should know how to do those things like it's please safe sex practice yeah there it is um and so yeah he's happy that <laughs> he knows how to do that at least <laughs> and then you know then they get it on. They figure it out mm-hmm. as best as they can. He's like, it, you know, he's looking at her face. He's trying to pay attention. Yep. Trying to read. This, this, this book's written by a woman. He's trying to read 100%. how she's feeling about the situation. And mm-hmm. like, you know, he's just trying to follow her tempo. Yeah. But he's like, this is amazing. Um, he's like, ah, this is amazing. This is amazing, and I'm in heaven, and I need everybody to know that. Yeah. Um, but then I was shocked that the next chapter was the then chapter. I was like, oh, cute. And I was like, oh, we you get the aftermath. You know, um, when you were young, a lot of those movies they used to edit them in a way where, like, after y'all, like, we just assume like y'all make love. Like, she, they mm-hmm. didn't go. Like, Jane and Gar, you know, going to like the details of them, like. Like how they did it in Candy Ryan, where it's just like okay, but those are adults, won. exactly, exactly. And so it's more of like next day, you guys. So you just yeah. have to assume like you know everything that you think happened happened. Yeah, and put I kind of like that. That was really funny. <laughs> I didn't even think we were gonna touch on it again. Maybe like a couple days later, yeah. we'd see that. And I was like, oh, here we are, back again. We're here again. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is chapter twenty four. Opens up with the post love making, and he's like, so. Was it was it good for you? <laughs> oh, I do know this question. And uh, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it's cool. It was a little moment. <laughs> yeah. You know, your first time, so you don't expect it to be like 
I don't know, fireworks and like amazing. I think it was good enough, but they're definitely going to make this a routine. And that's another and thing she tells him. what Dooney says. Just like, yeah, this is going to be our after school activity now. She and I said, you don't want to revise. You don't want to open up a textbook. And where, where are they going to be opening up textbook for this? Please explain. I don't know. After school activities. Girl, calm down. <laughs> and oh, he's just, and she asked him, she's like, he's like, every day. Mm-hmm. She's like, do you want to study? He's like, no, 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 no. Don't get it wrong. <laughs> I, I want to. <laughs> he's such a gentleman. This man's not real. <laughs> I think it's because of Dooney. I think it's because of who she is. Yes, if it was yes. anybody else, he'd be like, now what in the witchcraft and, and, <laughs> And weirdness is going on here. But it's Dooney, my love, my baby. <laughs> He's like, I'll do anything She can say for anything, her. do anything. She's like, we're going to name our daughter Austin. He's like, okay. Yep. Yeah, just read me one simple passage of the first chapter. Yep. Not even the good parts. Yeah. And yeah, let's definitely name her Austin. But anyways. Yeah. So in the same breath, after all this has happened, Dooney breaks the news that she got into Princeton or she mm-hmm. applied to princeton no she got in she got into princeton and of course like obi has always had this fear that yeah. he was always was gonna leave somehow so he's he's panicked by the fact that it's happening it's happening like she got into princeton her parents actually accepted her application on her behalf which i thought it was so invasive so rude but like i expected from her parents i think they feared that she would she would have said no yeah. to unilag yeah yeah, yeah. You didn't like being University of Lagos in case y'all forgot. Yeah. Um, and that's where Obi happens to be planning to go. Yeah. Um, but she he's just like, damn, this was fun while it lasted. Yeah. She's like, no, no. What's gonna happen is I'm gonna get to America, I'm gonna hire an immigration lawyer, I'm gonna and then we're gonna bring you over. And Obi's like, This my sweet summer child, you know. I don't know how to tell you this, but this is not going to happen. This plan of yours is it's you know, I wrote futile. Here, Delulu plan. <laughs> and no, she's literally Delulu. I was reading it. And I was like, huh, okay. You think your small salary or allowance, but again, Dooney's rich. Yeah. So maybe her parents are giving her thousands of dollars in allowance to mm-hmm. be hiring a lawyer to mm-hmm. like, you know, because she said her parents are going to get her apartment off campus and like, Damn. Even then, I was like, "How are you going? Where are you going to keep Obi? If let's say, let's say this plan does work, she'll pay for his rent. What about his schooling? I see. That's a thing. It's like sometimes I fail to, I, I fail to just like understand Dooney's way of life, but because she grew up in a very privileged mindset, yes. like as she's making up this plan, saying, "I'm going to get an immigration lawyer. I'm gonna, my parents are going to send me an allowance, and I'm going to be able to bring you here, apply for your visa." Blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, you're going to uproot this man from like... But he's an accessory. Exactly. From his mother's home, yeah. from the people that he knows. And even when he was like... I remember in the previous chapter when they're talking about envisioning their life, he's just like, like he he's thinking Lagos. Like, this yeah. is his home. And I just thought it was like selfish to some extent. Like, I understand she wants to be with him and vice versa. But like, girl, it's she's always there for herself in most cases. And she knows Obina is going to sort of trail right behind her because he adores her absolutely and i think that's why when he doesn't contact her after she leaves Mm -hmm. i think that's what makes it a bigger upset Mm -hmm. outside of the uh the situations at hand yeah but yeah i think dooney is a selfish character and i know a lot of times people hear selfish they think like the worst possible person ever i think she's selfish in a way that her life 
the way she's grown has allowed her to be selfish yeah and obi doesn't have that privilege to be selfish because like you're saying what's he gonna tell his mommy oh yeah my rich girlfriend is sponsoring me to go to america yeah i've heard that one before where's your daddy at <laughs> like <laughs> yeah also i was like you didn't even think about what's his mom going to do exactly what's he gonna do when he gets to oh he'll apply for a student visa can he pay international Listen. fees for a school like prince any school even a state school yeah like, she's completely oblivious to the different um implications that could come when he goes to the u.s like girl you think about yourself my apartment my allowance <sighs> anyway yeah that was my issue with her whole dululu plan and did Obi have like a panic attack as she was like yes, explaining all because this? Because he's like she's leaving and he's like this plan is easily some of the dumbest shit I've heard today. <laughs> he didn't say it, but <laughs> Obi and Dylan and I we were like, mm -hmm. yeah. Obi, Obi was like, this is easily some. This is wow, wow. <laughs> I've heard some stupid shit, but um, for well, this here, this takes, <laughs> the, the, cake. takes the cake. <laughs> so he's panicking, like he's like my duty is gonna be across miles away. This is it. Like, I think he's trying to be okay with it because he saw it coming. He's like, oh, my God. And then she's like, I know what we should do. Let's slice our skin. Yeah, you can take this one. <laughs> she, she says, let's do a blood oath. And he's like, ma'am, have you not heard when people do this blood oath, like, from the movies? I know. He tells us a story about how his principal, his old school, her daughter did a blood oath. And when she did end up with the guy, she ended up running mad. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to do this. And his mom has always said, like, if the problem with the blood oath is, like, if you give a drop, you give a drop, but you're going to end up giving a bucket full of it. Yeah. So if you don't fulfill it, you're going to pay in huge consequences. Hence why every single, you know example he has is somebody dying or somebody running mad yeah um and he's like i i don't want to do it she's like it's fine no no no. it's it's cool it's cool it's great no it's amazing and um she yeah. it, the problem is it doesn't always take too much to um <laughs> to convince obi but I he know. does say sometimes what he felt for duty felt uh frightened him yeah because it's so strong so he's willing to like do ridiculous things like that but yeah. then they end up doing the blood oath and they promise each other like of course duty comes up with the with the oath she's this like i promise myself to Obi, and we're gonna get married and if we don't marry somebody else let the universe, universe do as it must i was like girl girl <laughs> And then she said, say it back. And what did Obi do? He repeated it back. <laughs> Are you a sheep? That's, that's, sir, that's very tragic. I don't, I don't like that. But you know what's extra that's funny? what love does, man. Like, you just, like, he's like, I want to be this girl. Like, I don't care. Like, if, if she's going to take this razor blade and slice my palm and we merge our bloods together and make this oath. And I, I hope it stamps in front of the world and everybody that we belong together. It's crazy. I like love you guys, but not like that. That's too much for me. <laughs> and of the two books we've read, which I actually think draw a lot of similarities, mm -hmm. Seven Days in June. Yeah. And this one. I know what y'all are gonna say, but, but let me land. I'm not gonna who's gonna say anything? I'm quiet. Um between those two, like it's been very similar. People who met right at 17, 18, something happens that mm -hmm. usually happens to the boy. Mm -hmm. and they meet much later in their lives as grown-ups um 
and we get to like i think it was actually the same format we see those yeah. seven days and then these seven days yeah. oh my god i'm just noticing that right now really? um literally but um they the Jean-Viv and Shane also decide to slice themselves and and create tattoos and like why are teenagers <laughs> obsessed right now. with I didn't in have my this. Teen, in my tween years, no, I never even heard a story about that. It was Listen. always like a distant thing that you see in TV or in a book. In real life, I did hear about blood oaths. Like, like um, I hear about it, but I don't know anybody around was like, me who um, was doing that. No. You guys are not afraid of blood? That's the thing. You guys are afraid of pain? I know. And she said, like, okay, like, it's going to hurt. But, like, it depends on your, your tolerance. Uh-uh. <laughs> then you go ahead and slice my palm please anyway they make their blood oath and make that promise to the universe that they find it, their way back to each other because they are promised for each other and that's how that chapter ends and i was really happy because i was so tired of hearing about this blood oath and the statement here i wonder what ia Agba was thinking maybe she woke up in the middle of the night like, she's oh my shaking god. and she don't know why oh my god my granddaughter has done something <laughs> wrong because that would be me <laughs> <laughs> she's like in the market in her back she's, oh my god something's going wrong she somewhere <laughs> that was so funny like she can't tell she's like something's not right oh god um but yeah but we go back to the present mm -hmm. and Gigi's here and Gigi's told Dooney like Gigi's movie in the south Af in the south africa wow, wow. in south africa mm -hmm. has falling through the cracks yeah um i don't really know why but she's sad about it and who better to pick her up than obina yeah um and they've invited another friend and she's like dooney you know him i can't remember his name we call him big boy mm -hmm. like the rapper mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. <laughs> andre you know from yeah yeah i said andre 3000 no big boy yeah, literally I... big boy the rapper from yeah. outcast anyways so she's like, ah, what's his name? What's his name? And then she's like, oh, Emeka. And Dewey's like, I know this. I, I know that ain't who I think it is. <laughs> it is, girl. It is. And Emeka is here, and he and Gigi got a little song going on. I it's know, like I was shocked. It's giving Johnny Bravo and every girl he's ever been with. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know why I thought Gigi would play for the other side. Yes, Tana convinced me. <laughs> no, really, I really thought Gigi played for the other side. Like I don't know, like there was something about her aura, as the as the girls nowadays say. That the made... girls, the boys. Is it the boys who say that? Boys now use aura to cover up when they deem another male attractive. They're such copycats. <laughs> I hate them. For like that. for instance, mm -hmm. um, football's obviously back. And somebody put like a gif of the Arsenal team, and they're like, "Look at this aura! I've never seen an aura like this." And I was like, and then they "Just say it. you think he's attractive. Like you're attracted to Declan Rice. It. Like just like I rather you just say directly that he's fine. Like they don't want to say it. Like just say, babes. You know, it's you're okay cute. to. It's you're okay. Yeah, like it's and okay. I know a lot of you guys know what a handsome man looks like. You just don't want to say because. Ooh, 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 ooh. Like, please, like, join the crew. Fine, you find Gabby Jesus a cute. I do too. That's okay. We doesn't mean you want to sleep with him. It's exactly. okay. Hundred percent. Just means you find them cute. And I want men to overcome the homophobia. Let me tell you, release the homophobia <laughs> from your body. I'm begging you. It's so annoying. Like, it's 2023. Grow up. Honestly, it's time for you to grow up. And what's no, she that said, song? she said, Teddy, 
your teenage days are long and gone. It's time for you to grow old and up. Amen. <laughs> I need to know what TV show that is. Hmm. Okay, so back to Emeka. <laughs> <laughs> we get so distracted. Um, so he's he's back in Nigeria, and him and G, like we said, him and Gigi got something going on—a little love hate relationship. He's the Johnny Bravo to her every other cartoon woman on that show, and they're chilling at the pool, and and Dooney's like, "You guys kept in touch," and she's like, "No." So Emeka went to U of T. The Harvard of Canada. Oh, man, you know who else went to U of T? Odilia, Hannah, and Janie Garo. Boom. Also, I thought it was funny because this the Harvard of Canada nonsense is so funny. I remember. Do you remember how big of a deal it was when they were like, "We are like nineteenth in the world." I don't remember what place we were at. Maybe top ten or something. But we I had fallen so. into like eleventh, well, and I was, was just tough. like, "Whatever, man." Like <laughs> I care. Fine, but like even when I show the certificate, I'm at I'm applying for a job. It doesn't get me top ten access. <laughs> Girl, you right, you right, you right, you right. I still have to hustle like everybody else who didn't go to the top ten. Fair school. enough. Even top twenty schools, top fifty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying this is the Harvard of the okay. But anyways, um. Uh, but he's like, yeah, I came back to the country and me and I don't remember how him and Obi reconnected. I think they met at a party some years back and he was like, Obi, Emeka, it's like a Spider-Man. It's like the Spider-Man thing. <laughs> um, and I think like since then they've just like been chatting. And I think that's when Obina also told Emeka that him and like um, yeah, Dooney were no Dooney. longer together yeah. or she's in America. And he's like, wow. That's shocking because I always thought y'all would be together together for good. You know what I mean? And even when they're chilling in the pool, first of all, Emeka and Gigi get a room. Like, yeah, they had a little like um, we're all here, you know? This is a public space. Even though she's like, I don't want somebody who follows um around his dad doesn't have a foot of his own. But Emeka water on his back. Like he don't even care. He's like, okay, girl. I love a man who has degrading kinks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when I when I tell you something nasty, I like you. are Just like okay, <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> I do think he has a degrading kink because she does a mean thing. So even Obi was like, or Dooney was like, any other man that would hurt his feelings. Because even when they were younger, uh, Dooney would say stuff to him, and he'd be like, "Girl," but they've always said like Emeka's had a huge ego. Yeah, so good for him. He's probably been he's probably a very successful person in that case. Well, we've just learned that he's still following his father's footsteps. Okay, no A problem. job we still don't know what he does. I'm telling you two words, oil and gas. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as they're making out, Dooney and, and Obi, I don't remember. They're just kind of looking at each other and like, I don't remember what was going on there. I mean, they had a little tiff, but like, they yeah. still, like, I think... I think in particular, Obi wants us to resolve this issue because he always does. And but anyways, and Emeka's like, look at you two, like whatever nonsense is keeping you guys from being to just stop. We all know you're going to end up together. Yeah. I've known it since we were 18. Yep. Just get over it. Yep. And um, that leads us to chapter 26. 26 mm-hmm. And I, why did I, why did I quote this one? Would oh, you- because he says, he says something interesting. Who who says? Obi. Mm-hmm. So after what Emeka said, he like takes it to heart. He's like, you know, like, he's right. Like, we're inevitable. 
at this point. And I was Ooh. like, damn, inevitable. Inevitable is something Tia Williams uses as well. Oh, does and she? She does, she's in Seven Days in June, and she uses the perfect find as well. This hey. idea, like, Tia Williams and Janie Gar, did y'all, <laughs> did y'all come together? Oh, right, he proposes to her. He's yeah. like, do you need marry me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, um... King, I've only known you for five, four days. I've only known the new you for four days. Fair enough. Can you get on one knee at least? Where's the ring? Yeah. Um, but she, he's like, let's begin our lives together. No more wasting time. He's so sure of them. I. That's a scary part. He's so sure. And and I say like it's such a sw they switch roles because in the past he was so doubtful. Yeah. Like he knows he loves her. Yeah. And sh they both have always known they loved each other, but he was doubtful of their love. Yeah. For many reasons, one being her mother, the way his her mother makes him feel, and he was always obviously afraid of not being enough for her. But at that young age, she was always sure like Obi's the one I want. Mm -hmm. Now that they're older, they've gone through more things. Yep, especially Dooney. But he's now who he believes he's always wanted to be. Yep, he's he is so sure of himself. He is so sure of everything. Like he's like we don't even need to waste any more time pretending to get to know each other. You and me. We're like bread and butter, you know. Oh, this was an actual quote in the book. <laughs> I forgot. Yes. They're bread and butter. I and, think uh, bully and, and grandma. Grandma. <clears throat> like that's 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 their dynamic. Yeah. So um but yeah, but she's not sure. She's she has a lot to because of Christopher, her fiance. And like, even I when she mentions about well, like, him. yeah, I can't do that. You know that. He's just like, yeah, okay, I understand. But then he... Always like me because he's like, you keep bringing up this man. Like, let me tell I you... don't care that you're engaged. And let me tell what would make me fold. If a man... Like, he, he looks at her ring and says, girl, you can take that shit off. Didn't he take it off at He some took point? it off her. That would make me fold. I would never put it back on. <laughs> are you serious? He took that heavy ring off my finger? Yeah, we are together <laughs> for life. That is my man, my man, my man. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and so she says, like, I you know, like I love you, but like I there's so many issues right now, like Christopher, la da 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 da. He's like, Okay, cool, no worries, I understand. And what's He's so, so understanding? I'm telling you, like, I think cause he just This adores... man is not real. No, he's not. <laughs> who that is at the back of the plane <laughs> but that motherfucker is not real no he's not <laughs> he's not real at all because i don't recognize his behavior he's I'll, not real like it's not possible like it's in my head i'm just like let me close this book right now and <laughs> shut this daydream because it's not real um and so after like she explains like you know i have christopher la da, 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 they walk back to the receptionist and the reception hall and reception hall the, the lobby the where, lobby yeah they walk to the lobby and tell me why this it pissed me woman off bad. and the receptionist her name is alex i believe yes tell me why she recognizes obi and she says something so upsetting okay it's upsetting to me for several reasons one you see me with another woman but she clearly didn't care no she probably Two, thought it was part of like his usual playboy type of can I just behavior say mm -hmm. i'm gonna say many things obviously but burner boy wrote city boys about obi because you're right but every time because i've been obsessed with a song this week and i was like i know a city boy <laughs> because he's been out here gallivanting no really gallivanting. to the point where a woman can say do you want me to join you two later ma'am you're on the clock in front of dooney i'm telling you if i was dooney i i would have this is the only appropriate time <laughs> dooney could walk away because that would make me like oh, okay i see what's going on here 
And Obi is trying to be like very calm, cool, collected about it. But Judy was already on her way upstairs. She's like, I'm about to pack my bags and get the hell out of here because what did I just witness? No, I'm too nosy. I would have been like, Obina, how many women in this Lagos have you seen their pints? He slept with all of them. I, it's this point giving them time- Brenda, Letitia, like. <laughs> <laughs> It's too much. It, does that mean I'll go to the market one day and your concubines will be there? I know you finished the whole book, but like, what is the reason why he behaved? Is it just to fill that void of not it's having just Dooney a void. for 12 years? That's still, that's Which a is lot. why I don't get it because I'm like, and I'm not, again, we are pro-sex here. Please, please. If you want to. All the men in Lagos are entirely mad. What's the name <laughs> of that book? We will be reading that at some point. <laughs> we will be reading it. Because that's, that's bad behavior. You have bad manners. Like, he slept with half of Lagos, essentially. Girls from Uptown, girls from the ghetto, he's got them all. Not Uptown in the ghetto. <laughs> he doesn't care. Every class, every creed, every type. <laughs> Obina has been there. He like him. Light skin, he likes them. What is um, light skin like? Uh, what does Kanye say? He has that one line where he's like, dark skin like Kelly, light skin like, I can't remember. I don't know. But he like them all, as long yeah. as they're... As long as there are four holes. <laughs> okay, can we talk? Sorry, guys. We're no, gonna no, 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 no. Because there was a no, tweet no, this no, week. No. <laughs> somebody said something about somebody filling up four holes. And for days, I've been trying to figure out what Everybody's is the fourth guessing hole. what the fourth hole is. <laughs> okay, let's just let's name them, okay? <laughs> we have the mouth. The mouth. Let's go down. The booty. The booty. We have the, the coochie. Yeah. What is the the ass no we that's the booty. booty my guess is the the hole you make with your hand girl maybe it's the ears i've thought about that i thought about the nose too <laughs> anyway you guys if you know what the fourth hole is <laughs> please contact us <laughs> please email us at romanticlit.com wait Romantically lit at gmail.com. <laughs> Lord. No, but seriously, I think it's the it's your hand. Okay, could be you have shape you have to shape your hand into yeah, a, a, hole. a hole. That's the best I got. Because not your your ear. How about between your breasts? Is that's that a hole? hole? That's a that's a slide. <laughs> that's like the red sea. A right? hallway, <laughs> if you must. <laughs> We've strayed so far. Now. <laughs> We, Here he is delivering the goods. Export so far from God. Um, <laughs> but back to God Obi. wants us to have a very, very healthy conversation around sex. I think it's very important. And, and Obi took that to heart because yeah, I I kind of want to hear more about his gallivanting. Like, what's his type? I know we said that we don't think he has one, but do they look like Dooney? Do they not look like Dooney? That would be so weird to deliver all the God. How does Alex, how is it Alex described in this book? Let's see. Just as the receptionist, right? Yeah, Nothing I don't think more. we got a description. Oof. You know what? I'm going to write this as a question to ask <laughs> the universe one day. <laughs> Did it look like Dooney? Did it not look like Dooney? Has he ever said Dooney's name mistakenly? <gasps> does he sleep with other girls named Dooney? Because <gasps> Dooney's a very popular name. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Who does he think about in those moments? Is it Dooney? To be honest, if there's somebody, I don't want to expose myself. Okay, Wait. so <laughs> what? I do have one more thing to say. I do think it also goes into the power thing. You know, like rich men are known for for just yeah anybody and everybody just because yeah. they can. And I yeah. think with Obi's new men, anyways, between their twenties, do that to begin with. But like this new um, 
newfound wealth that he has he's able to like attract anybody and he's a cutie patootie you know he's hot he's fine yeah, as I mean, he's described I think, I think he's conventionally attractive and anybody would find him yes yeah, and he's always been stage. attractive even when he was yeah. skinny and scrawny the girlies at school you know yeah they liked they him. were risking beatings they wanted some ob everybody <laughs> wants a plate of ob stop it <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. So let's move on. So Dooney runs up upstairs. Uh, I'm assuming she's going to go upstairs and pack her things. And then we find out that she actually does that in chapter 27. And it pissed me off. I'm sorry. I'm not like you. I'm like, you could have just asked him, like, girl. I think she starts frantically packing her stuff. Um, She doesn't even let him in at first. He's been banging on the door from time. He's like, girl, open up this door. Stop acting this way. Like, grow up. Um, So she starts frantically packing. Um, Actually, we think that it's supposedly from the whole conversation with Alex, but to find out that Christopher is in Lagos. He just touched down Lagos. Talking about, "Ah, ah, last time I talked to my fiance, she was a bit jittery, a bit on and off. Let me go and see exactly what's going on. So we find out Christopher is in Lagos and she's packing because she has to go see him because he went straight to her mother's house to find out that Dooney is not there, which is very suspicious. So Obi's knocking on the door on the other side and... um. Eventually, she opens up the door and says, I got to go. My fiance is here. Yeah. And he's like, so you're going to go break up with him, right? And she's like, "Ah, I don't want to hear anything about that. I don't want to hear anything about that. After you've been down there, everywhere we turn, Obi, there's a girl looking at you. Do you think I like that? Yeah. What do you think I am? Yeah. And he's like, "She, if you want, I'll even fire Alex. <laughs> he said, we'll move Alex. I don't care, bro. You know, actually, Odila, when he said that, I said, Obi, don't let this woman be out of work because, you know what I mean, <laughs> you don't know how to clean up your mess. No, Honestly, seriously. Like, because Alex may have said something, you know, okay, fine, provocative. But you but she allow the space. Which Very. means, Boom. do you know what lets me know? You've come to this hotel before for non-mentoring activities. Mm-hmm. And Alex has been there or somebody has been there. And you said, yeah, sure, join the party. Yep. Hmm. Men, 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 men. What's but always still perfect you? to me. Oh. I'm sorry. Ooh. He he could do no when wrong. When you're in love, you can easily forgive. I think these are forgivable crimes. Who amongst us Fair enough. has not loved a little coochie here and there? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um so yeah, so she's upset with Obi for that whole interaction, but also she keeps thinking to herself, like, ah, this man did not even contact me those 12 years when I was in trouble. So busy. you know what? He's sleeping around. Exactly. Because he was being a punk. And she, I think she said, she's like, I struggled to make connections and you yep. were out here. And he's like, those were not connections. I did not love those women. Yep. I loved what was in between their legs. Yep. And she actually, and he wasn't, I think she was also upset by the fact that he was not able to provide her a solid answer as to why he didn't reach out to her during those 12 years. My boy was quiet. She's like, ah, it's okay. I'm out of here. Okay. Paul's on the way. Take me back to my mom's house. We're not doing also, this. Also, Paul, I hope he makes overtime money. Girl, you know he doesn't. <laughs> you know he doesn't. Because. Like, we can imagine. Oh, yeah, we hope, we hope. But I know for a fact, because I know, I see how you guys treat, um, I was gonna, what's, what's the appropriate word for it? people who work for you house around help? the house yeah house helps and drivers i see how you guys treat them back home i know he d- he's not earning he probably paul has not seen his children <laughs> right in days in, like Weeks. seriously seriously i'm pretty sure he's been told to go up and down up and down constantly and you know traffic in lagos probably is the same traffic in my country <laughs> like it's you sit there bad. you bring your lunch with you you might as well it's a work day on the highway Listen. um Anyway, so Paul's on the way to pick her up to take her back to um, her mom's house because 
Christopher's in town. And then we move on to chapter two. I think that's how that chapter ends, right? There's really nothing yes. else there. So we come back mm-hmm. and um, Dooney is sneaking into the house. No, no. This is a then chapter. This is a then chapter. Yeah, yeah sorry. Right. No worries. And Obi, Obi and Dooney are, are going to her house. Yeah. And Dooney drops her backpack and he's like, um, so we ain't going upstairs? <laughs> and she's like, no, we are not having sex today. Yeah, that was And he's funny. like, I- I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. He said, I didn't words. come here for us to have conversation. <laughs> I'm here for us to have a different type of... And he's like, no, we do it every day. We study. No, we do it, then we study. <laughs> like, he has a routine, and he's happy with it. And she's like, I want you to meet someone. He's panicking. He's like, your parents are here? I've already yeah. met them. And she's like, yeah, obviously not them. And it's her grandma. It's Ia Agba. Yeah. And Ia, she's told Ia about this boy. That's yeah. how much she trusts her as an adult in her life. Mm-hmm. And Ia's decided to entertain it. She's probably just like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Young love. Um, Ia's very nice to Obi. Probably a change to what he's used to when it comes to uh, Duty's family. Mm-hmm. And um, she just... Uh, She's really nice and she makes some plantains and beans and it made me want plantains and beans. I haven't I've never had, plantains. had plantains and beans before. It's so good. I don't Is it just like your regular um like fried plantain? No, like your regular beans. beans yeah. like the, the, I'm gonna say African beans, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like the the proper ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's nice, she's asking a question. He's like, Yes, ma, yes, ma. And she's like, You can call me Yagba. That's okay. Yeah. And she turns around to serve Obi's plate. And by the time she turns around again, the two of them are sharing. Which is something that we have seen them do um, in the present time and it's also then time. Yeah. And I think it's it's really like, it just like how they uh, they have their knees touching under a crowded yeah. table. It's, they're these recurring um, habits that these lovers do. And I think it's so cute because throughout the time that passes, it shows that they're constantly connected and belong with each other. And I think that's so sweet. It is so yeah. sweet. And she's just like, um, okay, I guess this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and they're eating and she's getting to know uh, Obi and it's going well. And then one of the maids runs in. It's like, your mom is here. <laughs> and I, my I was heart. panicked. Girl. I said, you guys are not moving quick enough for me. Yes, that's another thing because as I was reading the words, like my mind was moving faster than the words. Have you ever read like that before? Yes. Where you just want to get to like yeah. what's happening, what's happening. Yeah. I was like, you guys are moving so slow. Like you don't know how to hide. You never played hide and seek before. <laughs> and Ia's like, why are you guys running? And she's like, um, and she's like, oh, okay, okay. But she then she Ia makes a shitty ass comment. She's like, well, if <laughs> yeah. your mama was really concerned, Listen. maybe she would be in the house. How about that one? Have you tried that one? I know that's right. <laughs> and um, she, they don't do anything in time. And Dooney's mom, hmm. this Dooney- woman touched <laughs> down Legos from Amsterdam with pain in your heart. Like, <laughs> you don't? Aren't you jet lagged? <laughs> and- do you have to unpack? She comes in the kitchen. She's like, Obi, what the hell are you doing in my house? Yeah. And Ia's trying to be nice. She's like, he's a guest here. He's invited. He's eating. Yep. And then she's like, Obi, she just, all she says is, Obi, get out. Jesus. Girl. In front of people. And that's what he said. He said, the last time she shamed me, at least the only people who could hear were the four walls of my home. Thank you. Now she's done it in front of the love of my life and the love of my life's grandma. 
and he's like and judy's like no like you can't do that and he's my friend like that's rude and he's like it's fine i have to go and then she says obi next time i see you here i will not be as kind and i said obi now if i was you i wouldn't even return this house to, to mail a letter yep. i would not come here for anything absolutely you could say there's a war and duty's house is the same spot and i wouldn't that's a go real threat right there like and i think for me like the worst part of this chapter it's how it ended when is he he's said, ashamed when he's just like um it's only a matter of time before Dooney looked at him the, the way, way oh my her God. mother looked at him. And Ugh. truly speaking, from this point onwards, Odoya, the way Obina views himself yeah. and the perception that he thinks Dooney views him, yeah. like it is so degrading. It is so debasing. I don't even know which other English word I can use <laughs> to describe because the way my heart was calling, my heart calls your name, Charlotte. <laughs> Please. This is not the time. I know. I'm so sorry. Literally, the when those words string in my mind, it goes straight to the Bridgerton. <laughs> but like, I really started to feel. This is when Obi started to really change, like what he needs, what he thinks he needs to do yeah. to be deserving to be a person in this universe, to yeah. be somebody, as we described in our last episode. I didn't want to cry about it because I said this is none of my business. This is this is fiction. <laughs> fiction please but moving on from oh, don't you just take over moving on from here uh, 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 it's a nightmare <laughs> every everything from here on out every time i see obi in the present in the past yeah i just keep going oh obi yeah oh, obi like and we were talking about this off the podcast yeah it's really easy to fall in love with obi's character yeah and i find it's the same with like sorry y'all with Shane but I felt the same way about Kai yeah I feel like we give like even freaking homeboy from the perfect fine mm -hmm. Josiah give, no no yeah Josiah and um, oh sorry Eric there we go yeah all the male characters is what Adele yeah. is describing mm -hmm. I mean with with Yinka we ain't really well Yinka <laughs> love her though that's my girl hey um, Lizzie we love you too girl <laughs> but we don't we we get these deep, sad backstories yeah. for the male characters as yeah. to why they're the way that they are and why we sh like it really pulls on your heartstring. Mm. And then you get like bits and slices of the female character, mm -hmm. or it's not as in depth. Like again, like with Shane, like this kid who has no parents, he's a foster kid. He's like, you know, he's literally he's been to jail a few times, but he's soft and he's protected and mm -hmm. the life that he's lived has made him hard in comparison to John Viev, who, yeah, her life is hard. She has this crippling um, disease. She has a mom who's very lazy mm -hmm. uh, at parenting. And but like she has a mom, she has a backstory. She has something to stand on. And I don't know if it's because it's, we have a bias of presuming the strength in female characters that the male characters don't have but like it's so easy to to be empathetic towards them and then fall in love with them so much deeper and obviously as heterosexual women we're obviously inputting ourselves into these stories of course. so you're more of course going to care what the guy is doing but then i think in this book it, my biggest criticism will always be that Dooney does not understand how she and the class that she's in like affects obina and she lacks empathy for him and that will come up in the next couple of chapters for me mm -hmm. because for instance like if 
I would do the same thing that Obi did. Like, if you tell me not to come back to your house, I'm not coming back here. Yeah. I don't care what duty puts on the table. She could lift her skirt out. I'm not coming back here. Yeah. Like, but she she doesn't understand that she's able to take those risks and you see it through the way that she moves skipping school nobody's gonna check her and she coerces him in a way that it's very manipulative yeah and she knows that he's going to just align with everything she says because he absolutely absolutely loves her and i and i a hundred percent agree with you Dooney does not understand the impact of her decisions on Obi and he honestly takes the greatest fall across the board yes. with every decision that she makes and I think like her selfishness her lack of consideration is what really really pisses me off about her character like <laughs> yeah. when she speaks I want to slap her when she runs <laughs> off I want to slap her like girl I think she's always running off and and I hate like up until this point we the only explanation we've gotten from Obi concerning why he never contacted her was he felt ashamed. Yep. And to me that is more than valid. Like and I understand the feeling of feeling ashamed and then time is passing and now you're like I can't contact this girl now like she's probably in a different place in her life like it is what it is. But for her it was like it was this big deal and it reminded me of in the other book when Jamia was like Shane left me he promised not to leave me girl we're 17 look at his and circumstances. look at his circumstances we have to be realistic people when will we start doing that when will we start being realistic and you were present for all the traumatizing for most of the traumatizing events that, that you saw him go yes. through you know what I mean like you were there girl you were there when um, your mom says hey, if I see you here again I exactly. promise you and you know your mother and she complains about how her mom is a horrible human being so you know your mom you know you don't know you know what she could be capable of and yet you we'll get to the chapter that yeah. is the most like like it, it's it basically describes the day that everything sort of changed for obi but like to odila's point earlier about like these male characters i take it from more of like a a profit or economic point of view where yeah. i'm like this is a contemporary romance and right. like a lot of the people reading these books are women so in order, we have to piece our faces in these female characters. And that's why our male characters tend to be a little bit more developed so we can feel like, okay, that's that's me. <laughs> that's me yeah. consoling this man. That's me in this relationship yeah. with this man. Like, Odula thinks about Obi. Why the hell? More than she I thinks about Dooney. Like, you're, you, you, you just there to move the story for it, me. <laughs> you see there we go no, like i like Judy as a character but like i i love omina like That's, i love honestly Adela, your your uh reactions to it is the same way of any other person reading a contemporary romance book like it's and i don't even the think it's formula. contemporary like when i think about pride and prejudice you don't think this is contemporary no no i think the book is contemporary oh, okay. but i think that that ideal that we're talking about right. is not only contemporary books okay yes. when i think of pride and prejudice like the fact that um, William Fitzwilliam Darcy comes from the background that he comes from. Yes, I know his full name. <laughs> no. Uh, or Jill, can I tell something? You unlocked something in my head. I said, what? I've never heard anybody refer to Mr. Darcy by his first name. I said, that's crazy. <laughs> Go ahead. Mr. Fitzwilliam Darcy, Jeez. like... Elizabeth's like you're rich and you're stuck up and he's like I'm soft art no shut up you judge Elizabeth's family like yeah. when you take a step back and you really look at the bigger picture yeah yes he likes Elizabeth fine but we're made to feel sorry for this rich boy and we're talking real riches because this is like the Victorian era listen, like like their family listen, enslaved people listen mm -hmm. they got slave money they're mm -hmm. lords and ladies 
So we're talking real money and he's talking about, I'm sad because my parents aren't there and I was raised by my aunt and my sister. I love my sister so much. And like, no, and my dad tried to take care of this kid and then... Yeah, but like a, I, I guess in that case it's just the the blueprint of how romance novels yeah. are written. Meanwhile, you're made to see like mm -hmm. it's as though Elizabeth's the one with the pride and the prejudice. Listen, because she's stubborn. She doesn't want to be with Darcy. Yeah. She doesn't see the soft side. Yeah. Hello, he is some rich boy who says her family's annoying, <laughs> and like. You know what, Adelia? As you're speaking right now, I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> I want to take a course on like. Romans, uh, the whole genre and just how it is like passing through like the different parts in the world because there uh, we talked about like we want to read books also from like S South America yeah. and other parts. I just want to see like if this is just like the, the, like, the trend theme. that we see constantly. Yeah, that'd be so interesting. Let's start a course, Adelia. <laughs> we're not professors. <laughs> Listen, we're not professors, but we're experts in some ways, and we can use our lived <laughs> experience to acknowledge. Let me write this down. You know, you, not you will not trample my big idea. <laughs> no, okay? I'm not trying. This to. may not be Shark Tank, because <laughs> I ain't got no money for this. Okay, I don't even you don't have be a my cent. venture capitalist. Girl? I can't. Me and Obi have the same one on our bank account. <laughs> I'm talking about 18 year old Obi. Okay, <laughs> me and 18 year old Obi. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um. But okay, back to the book. Yes. <laughs> We're just you. saying, like, because everything that happens here, you're just like, Dooney, I swear to God. Mm -hmm. I was like, Dooney, I. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so 29, she at this point is sneaking back into the house because she just left Obi at the resort. And she's like, I. This is this is not going to work. Let me go back to my fiance because I'm unfianced. And at the same time, Ia Agba is coming downstairs and, like, she's like, Were you waiting for me? And she's like, why would I wait for someone who clearly doesn't need me? Like, she's still a bit salty about their conversation earlier. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, please. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you superstitious. Like, it was just a lot going on. And she's like, okay, so you went and saw Obi then. And she's like, how do you know I went and go to go see Obi now? And she's like, girl, you ain't got no friends. Who else did you go and see? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I saw him. And she's like, well, did you talk? Did he tell you why he didn't contact you? Did he tell you? And she's like, we didn't talk about it. And she's like, you spent several days with this man. And you came back with literally no answers. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, then he is like, it's all right. It's okay. It's fine. But did you tell him that you about the pregnancy? And she said no. So we finally confirmed that at some point, Dooney was, in fact, pregnant. Pregnant? <laughs> you know you can be prosecuted for that? <laughs> and honestly, I'm glad she didn't tell Obi at that time because he would have been prosecuted. <laughs> We're getting that rich girl pregnant? Please. Listen. Um, But she's not said anything. And Ia is encouraging her. She's like, you need to go, like this is the man you say you love right mm -hmm. go and tell him the truth talk this out you guys can now be together there's nothing stopping you it can well, be all that simple the like something... lauren hill said but here we are lauren hill said that it could all be so simple what song is that care for me care for me oh it's not a breakup song yeah, and this are we trying to break up? We're trying to make up, Queen. No, we're trying to break up with Christopher and then like Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. I Anyways. Just, let me be quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> so there's something that's stopping them from the simplicity this comes downstairs in the name of, of Mommy Dooney. Because we don't know her name. And she's all like, You went to go see Obi? 
you think the other aunties at the wedding didn't see you leaving with Obina or Nicholas or whatever he calls himself these days. Mm -hmm. And her mom is like, and she's like, why are you still so upset about something? Like, why are you so wicked? No, tell us, why are you wicked? Because you are still unfirst. You're not, what's the word I'm looking for? You're not res repentful for what you did to a seventeen-year-old boy. Oh, oh, repenting. Yes, repentful. Oh, okay, repentful. Re remorseful. Okay. Remorseful. <laughs> we got there, guys. I said repentful. Yeah, <laughs> that's a new English word. Listen, and you know remorseful. my parents yes. paid good money for tuition. This is what I got. She went to the Harvard of Canada, by the way, you guys. <laughs> Just to remind you, in case you forget. Um, <laughs> please. <laughs> So anyway, so she's like, you're not remorseful. What you did to that boy at that age. Mm -hmm. And her mom says something of like, well, that was then. What I was doing was to protect you. And I was like, hmm. this lady, the the wickedness that you carry in your spirit is something else. Yep. And she's like, Dooney, either way, that boy, everything with him is so irrational. It's so high tempo. Yeah, it's, it's so, so like, dangerous. It's so like... Like, girl, there's nothing. You, you're going to gain nothing out of this. And she's Stop speaking this behavior. to all of Dooney's fears because yeah. at this point, she's not seen him for some time. He's there's, a playboy. Like, they've had a whirlwind of a romance. <laughs> and, like, she just, she's just like, okay. And she's like, go and be with Christopher. She's like, listen, I love your dad in a rational way. Mm -hmm. And she even, like, hints that she loves somebody else so intensely. And she's mm -hmm. like you love daddy like that and she's like no but i love your daddy in a rational way it's yeah. it's predictable it's calm it's sensible it's, it's sensible. reliable yeah yeah and she said not everyone needs a whirlwind romance and i'm here to say there's a lie we won't all find it that's different <laughs> yes i agree with you but we deserve to be wooed and 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 just amazing and, and and have that amazing feeling of, yes. of loving somebody and someone loving you back and you guys just having an amazing life experience together. I think we all deserve that. But like Adila said, a lot of us will not. There's 8 billion people on the planet, guys. <laughs> like I said, personally, I feel my soulmate is chilling on the beaches of Rio de Janeiro. And my soulmate is in the south of London. <laughs> Why is his name having to be? Let me take a gander. Let me take a guess. Is it Dave? Day Santa? How'd you know that? <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. He's also my soulmate. What? <laughs> That's crazy, girl. Oh my god, did did you did Dave? Why are you talking about my husband like this? Why are you talking about my husband like this? <laughs> Sister wives? I don't want to share anything with you. I don't want to share anything with you. I would you, not share a man with you doing <laughs> tell you right now. I'll fight you. Yeah, pistols are dawn. Oh my god. 100%. Over man. Oh, is Over this Dave. who we are? Is this what we've become? Okay, Monique. <laughs> Over Dave? Yeah. Yeah, the machine is coming out. <laughs> please. Sorry, guys. But do you have to accept me as who I am? Please. <laughs> Just move on quickly. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Um, no, but yes, her mom was talking about, like, no, everybody needs a whirlwind romance. Sometimes you just need to have that safe, reliable whatever it is and that's how you end up with people who hate you people 100%. like um obi's dad who will never share the meat with you <laughs> i don't want somebody who will never share the meat with me it's since so he selfish, said that thing know? i really i thought about it you've been deeping it no i did it because i was like you know when you're little and you share food with your sibling or something mm. and then you start fighting about the meat who gets the most fries yeah. who get 
imagine me and a grown man fighting about that like if he never gave that to me i'd be like this man hates me yeah and then the one that really upset me is like you're you know i don't like my sister like that come to the house and you're like i'm too tired that kind that's the type of stuff that would that's divorceable offense to me <laughs> i'm so serious with 100%, you 100 <laughs> um and so yeah when when Dooney's mom expresses this like idea of what kind of love she thinks that Dooney needs she takes that little shower of hers and you know when you're in the shower things are complicated in your mind you know what i mean things don't really go well and she starts to almost gaslight herself believe that what her mom is saying is right that maybe it's best for me to be with christopher who mm -hmm. ha who is a safer option yes. who is more reliable who's more sensible and you know what's so funny this is is this a kind of love that in the beginning obi was describing to Dooney about yeah easy type of love and bam and and then so he's going to the type of love that she wanted when she was young and then she's going back she's going yeah to they life switched he, completely it's crazy life I'm, experience because at that point and yeah. it makes sense because when we meet obi he he's a pessimist and yep, he's practical, practical. Mm -hmm. he's been through a lot in his life already duty's mm -hmm. been through nothing mm -hmm. and i feel like sometimes when you grow up with constant disappointment or or challenges it does shape you to be a certain way mm -hmm. and you're almost grateful for what comes up next in your life that could be good mm -hmm. and i also believe it's because obi has a praying mom in his corner like mm -hmm. we're not pro we are pro religion but we're not pushing religion we're not or organized nothing. religion type of type of vibe but like know. praying mom is you know religion does provide you with some kind of yeah, when good people practice it mm -hmm. it provides you with some kind of moral standing mm -hmm. like and that's why i think he's so forgiving to do needs mom as well yeah like there's certain things that obi does i'm like this is your mom speaking through you like yeah of course whereas Dooney, who you know she's not had any really big upsets other than like distant parents Mm -hmm. goes to america experiences challenges for the first time experiences marginalization for the first time mm -hmm. and i think that's important because you know we don't deal with race as an issue as much in on the continent but classism is very stark and yeah. it's very apparent and we see it through this book yeah. so for a rich girl like do need to go there and see that for the first time it's like it can be shocking mm -hmm. And I don't think she's able to process it as best as a man who's had his literal whole life yeah, you, to deal with that. His life has armored him with yeah. the ability to be resilient in those situations. Exactly. Whereas Dooney is her first time experiencing, like Meghan Markle, some form of <laughs> racism <laughs> or colorism in the environment that she is. And of course, you guys know that when you are coming from the continent and you go to North America, everyone is very much so keeping to themselves. So she doesn't even have her support system. And I mean support like Ia Agba, for instance. Yeah. So she's there like saying like, I, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. That's why she failed her first year in uni. Like she's just con trying to gather her new world and she's unable to do it. And so she 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 suffers and she's, she's traumatized by it. Yeah. And then the man that you love is he is ghosted. Almost the original ghoster. <laughs> right. He did ghost her. He ghosted her. And you're just like, ah. Like, I paid credit on this bullshit phone just for him to... Anyways, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there. <laughs> but anyways. Now, chapter 30 is upon us. And this chapter oh, is a then chapter. And it's actually... Finally, the girls and boys have graduated from this school. Everybody sort of before has we the... get there. What? So, before we get there. So, yes, it's a, it's a graduation time. Yes. But this is post the event with the mom. 
Yes. And Obi says, like, since that day, he's been right. trying to figure out how he can make money in months instead of years. Just so that, like, he can be seen as, like, so somebody be des- deserving of duty. Because his mother has declared, her mother has declared him undeserving of her. And um, <laughs> she, he's like, should I join the boys on the street to be doing nonsense? Or and he's like, the man's nah. like, should I go and sell food? <laughs> no. But he knows he's too scared to be doing all that nonsense. Yeah. So for the next few months, and Duny keeps asking, like, are you all right? Are you right? Right. And he's just like surface level, like managing it for the rest of the school year. Yeah. Now, obviously, they're graduating, as Hana says. Take it away, Hana. Yeah, so the graduating, of course, the people who are going to go to the U.S. are happy and finally, oh, we're free and whatever. But like Odilia said, Obina has been very quiet and Duny has been, she keeps inquiring, like, what is wrong? What is wrong? Um, and then we eventually find out that uh, Duny's parents or, well, I guess her people are having a graduation mm-hmm. sort of party and everybody everybody's invited everybody to in the class is invited but of course after that whole situation that obina had with duny's mother mother he's afraid of going back to that house because a woman told him straight in front of everybody if i catch you here i'm telling you i won't take it in, i won't take it lightly and so he's just like he has so much reluctancy about it he's like i don't want to go he does he has this feeling in his tum his tum i had a feeling too in his tummy. In, in his my tummy. Stomach. I had a feeling in my stomach as well. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. He, and I felt it too. I'm just like, don't go. Both our stums just, were. Both our stums. <laughs> <laughs> don't go. Because honestly, I'm a true believer of intuition. If it's calling, just listen. Like, take the call. God said, a, don't go, don't forget go. Forget that intuition. There is a old African tale of don't go where you're not invited. Listen. Do and not go where. he has told you twice. This is the second do time. Do not come there. Don't go. The first time she's like, you know why I'm here. He's like, I understand. Don't come. Go go get my girl. Second time. If I see you in my house again, I will not I be will as not kind. Take it lightly. The third time, what did J. Cole said? Load the chopper, let it rain <laughs> on you. Exactly. And we're gonna get to that because the chopper really <laughs> rain on him. It was so he he finally because he tells Emeka he's not going. Then Emeka tells Dooney that he's not going. Then Dooney says, "But you have to come. You're my boyfriend." He's just and you know, Dooney has his art art. <laughs> what art art? What is that? When you're pausing art art. <laughs> That's how you say that. I know, but I like to like make fun of onomatopoeic words. Okay, so if that's not English, <laughs> then well, what can I say? You guys know what I meant. Um, so back, so Dooney, so Emeka's told Dooney, and Dooney's asked Obi, and Obi's like, "I'm not going. Your mom told me not to come to your to your crib. Like, I don't know what you want. I'm not going to your yard." And um, she's like, "But you're my boyfriend." <laughs> and we're like, "Okay, I'll be your boyfriend the next day." Like, and she's like, "You don't understand, going. Dooney. I would die if I go to your house. <laughs> your mom told me that she's gonna kill me if I'm there." In other mm-hmm. words. Like literally, and like she's just like, don't he? He doesn't. This whole thing upsets me, man. But he's like, okay, I'll go because you know, Dooney has this moo moo button. Like she can say anything, and this boy will be like, yeah, is it no, what you for call sure. it? Oh, the moo moo button. You're so sick. <laughs> no, because that's what it is. Because he's just a dummy. He is. And he'll do anything to please that girl. Anything, man. Like look at his track record. <laughs> no, seriously. When has he said no to Dooney? 
I'll wait. So now we move on to the day of the party and Obina is pacing back and forth, back and forth. Like he doesn't want to be here. He has this strange feeling in his stomach. I have this strange feeling in my stomach. Odile has a strange feeling in her stomach. We're all just like, dude, he's not supposed to be here. You know the only person who doesn't have a strange feeling in their stomach? Dooney. Dooney's happy to wear her, her <laughs> gowns and her brushes. And I think... I don't remember, but I wrote down here that he was very concerned about how he was dressed. Yes, yeah, so it's not just Dooney's mother. Yeah. Because, again, as people went to uniform school, your yeah. uniform, the purpose of a uniform is to make everybody feel the same. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're poor, ugly, wretched. <laughs> Sorry. What? Poor, ugly, wretched. Okay, <laughs> go on. It doesn't matter if you're poor or rich. <laughs> We all look the same. We're all we're <laughs> the uniform is supposed to equalize us yes, all. We're, it's, yes, it's and an it's... even playing field. That's what a deal means. Wretched. And we've been doing that, but now it's like the equivalent of we call it here in Ontario like civvies day. So yeah? everybody's non uniform day. Civvies is like civilian, like your civilian clothes. You know, like in the military when they're like you're in your civilian attire. So civvies. Okay, where I came when I where I come <laughs> from, we say non uniform day. Okay, so civvies day. Non-uniform day. Either way, they're not in a uniform. School's done. So he's pacing outside in his polo. Hopefully his collar's not popped. And, um... You and know, Dewey's kind be. of a selfish lover. Why don't you buy him some new clothes? <laughs> or, Dilly, do you know? I thought about that. I was like... I didn't think about that. Not to change him. Like, fine, you don't want to change him, but, like, a t-shirt or two, you know? I didn't think... I, I feel like... No, Odile, that's ultimate disrespect. To buy him a new shirt? Because he understands the class differences Oh, here. you know what? I, I just had a duty moment. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so sorry. Do we, have to, we have to be calm, cool, collected. Because I think if I was Obina, I would take a, a huge offense. Really? Yeah, because... Do they not buy each other gifts? I think, like, that's too much of a gift. Like, Got buying you. someone something from phone. Tim Hortons, that's too much as well. And that was... You know, we'll come we'll come to that chapter. But I think that Obina would take offense and I would too as well. And then you know how is he to explain his new clothes to his mother? You know what? I've been really hustling with this He'll rice be like, game. Ah, ah. So you have that girl buying you clothes. I don't you don't think I I buy you clothes good clothes? Here's my thing, right? <laughs> Fine, love is sweet, love is sweet. Mm -hmm. But as poor people in this world, we must hustle upwards. Poor people in this world. <laughs> okay girls don't get offended when men buy them birkins but you know okay no i understand i'm playing love. the devil's That's advocate absolutely lovely i definitely but we live in a world that is full of patriarchy no i get it completely i'm just playing the and devil's you know advocate. like gender i know you understand i understand all of it but you're right he she can't buy him a new shirt but again do you know what i would also do if i was obi i would have sat home and watched high school musical on repeat absolutely on his little small tv listen with antennas on <laughs> okay but that's not disrespectful because no, why do you have not. to point out the antennas because that's what was described in the book in the past so i'm just i'm just i'm just stressing what was i would have okay, lied so to to Dooney that i got a stomach ache girl i would have said that the police <laughs> got me the tigers got me there are not tigers and legos but like you know you come up with some a bizarre lie my mom said not to show go to up. church listen anything oh i have to i have to serve oh, uh, rice and, and stew today yeah. you know what yeah. i mean tell my exactly mom. i would have said anything yeah so he's pacing because he's like i don't have the clothes for this meanwhile mm -hmm. the the equivalent of my sweet 16 is going on inside mm -hmm. and um 
Emeka finally sees him as he he makes a decision to leave. Yeah. And Emeka sees him, he said, dude, where are you going? And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going anywhere now. So, mm-hmm. and Emeka, he's like, but you were just, you know what? Let's go. Like, I want to have a good time. There are sliders. Yeah. And this is where it begins. Girl, he said, what are sliders? Down. Mm-hmm. And she, he's like, small hamburgers, yeah. Dory. Yeah. And and Obi's not even had a hamburger. And we're just like, oh, my God. I, okay, this part I was thinking to myself. So they've had pizza. they had, like, pink berry frozen yogurt. They never went to go get hamburgers. <laughs> they never that, went that to was, Burger King. I, that was my only, like, huh? question mark. But, like, Maybe I guess. Maybe Dooney doesn't like burgers. Perhaps. You know, she looks like a girl who doesn't like burgers. What does that mean? That she has bad taste. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I think, I think I'm just projecting at this point. A little bit. A little bit. Forgive me, y'all. Forgive me. I'm not myself right now. Okay. So they go in and Emeka does what he normally does, which is be himself. And yep. he's like, guys, the life of the party's here. And they're like... Obi, tell your man to chill out. Yeah. And he's like, I can't even do that. You look at him, like, he has the body to carry all that ego. Like, Listen. there's nothing I can do about it. They're mm-hmm. having a good time. They're laughing. His classmates, for the most part, don't make him feel too different. Yeah. Then, as he turns to grab a drink and look for Dooney, <sighs> this is where problems meet him at his doorstep. Actually, he went to the doorstep. Actually, he entered the house where okay. the problems were. Um, and he accidentally drops his glass, which is a fear. Like this is also a crime in African homes. <laughs> They're like, okay, go ahead and break all of them now. No, break it, break, break it, all, break them all, break them all, break it. Why do we all have the same lived experience? Like, why do our parents? Why do we care so much thing? about glass? I don't know. <laughs> like, it wasn't like it was fine china. No, it wasn't. It was definitely Dollarama. <laughs> so it's like, why are you upset that I broke one glass? And also, glasses break all like naturally truthfully speaking like yeah. they break all the time so like why are you telling me to go break everything now like, yeah please like, it was by accident because in african home the word mistake does it not exist like this. <laughs> yeah they'll tell you yeah go ahead break him oh yeah here take the place they'll offer it to you like that's so cruel even if you say it was a mistake they'll now mock you for saying it was a mistake and you're just like damn you should be careful and that's why we are who we are oh yeah oh, because yeah. like you know, let's not get into our childhood trauma. Um, but Obina drops the glass. It shatters into pieces. And he's like, should I pick it or should I turn and face this woman? I was like, you should have just ran outside. So he makes the mistake of turning. And who's there? And it's no other than Mrs. Dooney's mom. So, <laughs> so Mrs. Dooney's mom is okay. like... Obina, didn't I tell you not to come to this house? And I should probably not stop yelling. Sorry, guys. And he's like, he can't speak. He's frozen in time. Yeah. And <laughs> sorry, just thought about something. Sorry. He's frozen in time. This is how Dilla copes, you guys. She has to have a little bit of a giggle. No, like I was thinking, you know that challenge everybody's been doing based off that one meme with the guy who's frozen on the streets and it's like the sirens are playing. It's like, oh, right. Something stupid. Like, yeah. <laughs> when, when your, your friends, friends tell, ask yeah. you, like, but wasn't he blocked? And, and you're, you're like, you're frozen. <laughs> fair <laughs> this is killing my mind. Fair Sorry. Enough, fair enough. So he's frozen. He's And she's like, I told you not to come here. You are not what my daughter needs. She even says you have nothing and you expect a girl like my daughter to give you everything. Yeah, says, that is a, here. jail. 
Yeah. <laughs> Jill, lock the key. Solitary. Don't come out. I don't want to see you ever again. And she said, you expect girls of my, you expect my daughter to give you everything, even when she has nothing else to give. And I was like, ma'am, who are you talking to? The 17 year old or a man from your past who you should have said this to? Like, yeah, let's be honest here. She was projecting. She was mixing faces up in here. And at this point, all the other kids are staring and Obi feels so embarrassed. embarrassed. Girl. And Emeka's trying, he's like, Auntie, like, like huh, let's, let's chill not do out. this here. Like, this is, this is this, crazy. This is kind of crazy. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay. And then I think Dooney comes running around the same time. Yeah, she does. And she tells Paul, the driver, again, this is not part of his contract, to hold Dooney back. And he says, if you let her come here, I'm going to fire you. Fire you. Oh, my and, God. And that's how I know Paul doesn't get paid overtime. <laughs> like, we answered our question that we asked previously. He doesn't get paid overtime. Like, look at that type of, look at that type of tone. You're going to lose your job because you're just, like, that's crazy to me. And then at the same time, Obi's like, the way Jane is describing it, like, he can't move. And he's like, I can finally wiggle my toes. Like, I'm just going to turn and leave. Yeah. And she pushes him. And he falls on the glass. And the glass enters his back. And as we know, he's got that huge scar on his back. Yeah. And we know where it's from. And I was just like... This lady is batshit. But then he's bleeding all over the ground. And Mecca's a really good friend. He I won't is. lie. Yeah. Because he's like, okay, this is enough now. Like, I'm going to take this man to the hospital. Yeah. But Obi says he looks at her mother's face and it's like she's re-entering her body for the first time. Like, and she's looking okay. around like. And that, thank Whatever. you. Your response right there, thank you. Because let me tell you something. If your trauma only comes i just want us to get to the end first before i really it's unleash okay. on okay. dooney's mom yeah because if your trauma only manifests itself mm-hmm. to attack a 17 year old boy mm-hmm. then that is not trauma you are just a cruel person yep. to me i'm so Despicable sorry Despicable behavior like i'm so sorry there is no excuse there is no justification you are just straight up like you just have hate in your blood that's that's what you are like, I'm sorry that happened to you, but, like... I'm not even. <laughs> yeah, I see you. I've left all the senses of my body. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry not. that happened to you, Miss Girl, but, like, this is this is ridiculous now. Like, it's genuinely ridiculous. I don't even know what happened to her, because I haven't read... I haven't finished the book, so I don't, re- I don't really I know, know what exactly what, what scenario she's describing, but whatever it is, okay, fine. You know what I mean? It's horrible. But there is no way that you can be beefing with a 17, 18-year-old person. And a 17, 18-year-old who has not done anything yeah. to show you that he deserves that behavior. Yeah. That is what pisses me off. If she had noticed like similar patterns of something, yeah. but she's not even allowed herself to get to know her daughter, yeah. to get to know Obi enough to be like, he is good or he is bad. Yeah. It's just that he is bad. And again, I understand your trauma is fine, but like at a certain point in your life as a grown person, you have to, even if it's without therapy, you have to move on. You have to learn to live amongst the rest of us. Like, mm. I am so sorry, but mm. you have to try. It's like, you know when boys say, like, you know, my dad wasn't there and that's why God cheat on you. That's what's Aww. giving. Like, Aww. grow up, be a full human being, and and try. Like, why don't you guys, thank 
things that you guys can all recognize where a lot of your behavior yes. is stemming from. The only issue is that you guys are not problem fixers. You don't want to go and try and fix the issues that you have. You don't understand how how you behave impacts the people that you claim to love, and you you don't you don't want to change. You have no interest in adapting yourself at all, and that's how I know half of y'all are just gonna die the way you came out. I agree. Like there is no, and you reach a certain point where I'm just like, even at that point, you you can't teach old dogs tricks. Like you you cannot even learn. By the time you're forty, you still be behave that way. You're done, Drake. You're done. Okay. <laughs> You're done. What does Aubrey and his I'm fresh sorry. BBL have to do with this? No fresh. No. What I said and what you said. We insulted him. I thought he's done. You said fresh BBL. Like, look at us. No, because but no, at that point, like, I'm pretty sure Dooney's mom is. What are we assuming her age is? Um, like maybe in her forties, fifties. Yeah. You're finished, man. Like, there's nothing you <laughs> no, can you're learn. Finished. There's nothing more you can learn. You're actually just gonna die the way you are, miserable, disgraceful. And honestly, when you get to Hades, is that is that the name of the, yeah, uh, the, the Greek underground? One. Yeah. Yeah. When Hades sees you, I hope he whips you. <laughs> Please. No, I really do because you're such a shameless person to be beefing with a 17 year old. And what Odilia said, like you never took the chance to understand your daughter, um, under to to accommodate Obi because he's a, a very sincere, very sweet boy. You're just bothered by his class and where he comes from, and it reminds you so much of how your experience was. These two these two lives here are different, girl. Okay, we're living in a completely different generation. Also, like Obi's a better human being than me. 100%. The way I would embarrass you in every party we go to, I would <laughs> spill drinks on you. I would trip you and be like, oops. Like, but this is how I know again, he has a good heart. Yeah, because I'm not that. <laughs> me? Let me tell you. I'm a petty bitch. <laughs> let me tell you. I can be petty too. Let me tell like, you now. After you've embarrassed me, and he said, it's, she's like, at this point, this lady's embarrassed me in my house. Yep. She embarrassed me in front of my girl and her grandma. Yep. Now, everybody in the class and he already felt like he didn't belong he didn't know what a slider was like he already he, he didn't he didn't he didn't he feel comfortable have a slider. and he didn't feel comfortable in the clothes that he had yeah you know what i mean and so i think the end of this chapter when he talks about this is the most degrading moment in my life yeah yeah honestly this would be my villain story but for Listen. obi this is his redemption story and for some reason <laughs> Dooney doesn't understand that this moment was enough for him to be like i'm never contacting you again which is so wild to me. Don't you know this man? <laughs> no, seriously. Like he's If been I loved you. Obi the way you claim to love Obi, then look at me speaking. <laughs> I, I'm just not I'm the competition reliving, of the Obi lovers. <laughs> I'm reliving the chapters and it's pissing me off again. Like if I did, I would totally understand where he was coming yeah. from. And I'd have so much empathy. Yeah. And also pride for how, how far he has come. And also just feel like I just wish that I was more understanding when I was young. Blah, blah, blah. Like I just. <sighs> Duny, the ways that you have disappointed me. Like I don't. <laughs> Like, I have to quiet down my voice. I don't want to shout. But let's move on, Adelia. Let's move on. Can we move on? Okay, chapter 31. So let's chapter 31 was a hard read. <laughs> I don't even know what was going on. Oh, God. She I just read, read it. First, <laughs> I read that, and then my, I'm looking here. Let me see my notes. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, so, after this, you guys, I'm done. Chapter 31 was a hard read, and chapter 31 is also the last then chapter in the book. Yes. How... I haven't read the whole book, so oh, I didn't know that. It is the last. Thank we you, go to Victoria. part two, so you will not see this Obi again. The best version of him. My God, are you serious? I'm being so serious with you. 
I mean, a thousand and fifty percent serious. All right, let's wrap this up so I can finish this book. So, Obi's obviously gone to the hospital thanks yeah. to Emeka. He's begged Emeka not to call his mom. He's done just that. He's begged Emeka not to tell his mom the truth. He's yeah, just, he's done just that. Oh, and his mom's like, his mom does the thing that parents do first where he's like i told you not to do this i did i tell you obi to leave this girl did i tell you that she was trouble she brought fire into the house and you couldn't you couldn't stop it and then he she goes from why does this lady think she can do this to my son like who gave you the right and that is where i was at yeah and i was telling kana his mom was kind enough to go to the police who did nothing because again her name the name of a food vendor does not reign higher than the name of whomever, whatever Dooney's last name is. So Mrs. Dooney's mother faces no uh, repercussions. Yeah. And that pisses off Dooney's or Obi's mom, because at the end of the day, that is what happens to poor people across the world. Yeah. The system, the police that we pretend do something, they only protect a certain amount of us. Yeah. And it's never those of us who need it the most. Yeah. And that's why I said it was me. And that was my son. Mm-hmm. I'm marching into, you can kill me there. I'm marching into that house and I'm beating you head to toe. Yeah. Because why the hell would you do that to my child? Are you mad? So, but anyways, like I said, Mrs. Obina's mother is a very prayerful woman. But at this point, even prayer doesn't work. And this is my first quote. You see that, Hannah? I mean, I had other ones, but like, I didn't have a passage. I'm I'm so proud of you, dear. Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I want to hug you. You've done a great job. Love you. So, anyway, so they've gone home now, and Obi's mother has not left his sight. No. Like, she, she is just, she just keeps looking at him sad. Yeah. And he's like, his mother gave up her quest for justice and tended to him instead. Mm-hmm. She cried too, late at night when she believed he was asleep. She also prayed, though she no longer reverenced God, but questioned him. She asked why her life was so difficult, why her husband had left, and why her son had been victimized. After this series of questions, she would grow silent, as if waiting for an answer waiting for answers when nothing came she would cry again and sometimes so would obina that (sighs) that one let me tell that you you just close the book for a little bit yeah (laughs) to just really really digest what was said because i think it's a last line that's so impactful that obina crying sometimes like i i can imagine him because it's a very small place i can imagine him like probably like hearing you know what i mean the other mm-hmm. room and then him knowing exactly what his mom is doing and exactly what she's thinking about and him like bursting into tears being like like why is our life so hard honestly Oof. there's a moment in the next couple chapters that anyway so we don't it's okay girl <sighs> it's um, just it's just it's so sad it's so it's upsetting for several reasons like if Anyways, what's happened next is um, what happened next is that we get a knock on the door, and this is when Obina's Obina is just home, like he's recovering from all that trauma that he's gone through. And his mom is not home. He gets a knock on the door, and we find out that it's Dooney. Mind you, he's been sleeping on his stomach so that the stitches yes, don't hurt. Exactly. Um, and Dooney is saying, like, you know, like it's me. I'm I'm so sorry as to what happened. Um, I should have came sooner, but my but mom like, has restricted me from living leaving the home yeah and so she snuck out oh, god 
everything about this chapter is so miserable. <laughs> and she's just like, well, like, I had to see you. Um, <laughs> she tells, Dooney tells Obi that, listen, <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> and I'm she's about like, to leave. And he, first of all, he's so forgiving of her. He's, first Girl. of all, he's like, I'm so glad to see her. I've been like a literal addict without, I need a slice of my Dooney. Like, <laughs> my that fix was running so- out. And we're going to talk about that because the way the language, Jane, the way Janie Gar describes how Obina feels without Dooney, no, it really is that Bridgerton, like, I cannot breathe yeah. when you're not near. Yeah. Like, he really needs to suck My heart all calls her energy. Your name. My heart calls your name, Charlotte. I <laughs> don't do that, Farmer George. Um, <laughs> but she's just like, um, well, I need to tell you that I'm going to the U.S. next week. Like, my parents have already booked the flight. La, da, 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 da. I'm just, like, this, this is probably the only chance I'm going to have to, like, see you. And I guess, like, say a proper goodbye. <sighs> and, yeah. And you know what's funny, though? The mother has convinced the father to do this <laughs> internship. <laughs> the father has no idea. <laughs> I Any of this is taking say, place. A man who goes on international <laughs> business trips does not know what he's... He's probably gallivanting himself in the streets of Amsterdam. Doesn't know what's going on in at Abuja. home. <laughs> like, he loves... he All he knows is that my my wife and my kids are provided for. Yeah. The school fees are paid. Yeah. The house is paid for. There's a driver. Like, ah, what's there to complain or worry about? If I go on a business trip, even though it's in freaking Tampa, he's gonna go. <laughs> Not Ralph in Tampa. We still don't know why Ralph was in t- Well, now I have an idea why Ralph was in Tampa. If you guys watch Real House of Atlanta and you know who Ralph is, Drew's ex-husband, we he need to was, figure out why he was in I'll Tampa. I'll tell you why. He was in Tampa with his play cousin, emphasis on play, mm-hmm. Courtney, and him and Tampa do what people who are cousins in Alabama do. And Alabama, that is my theory. Arkansas, I found out my mom's my pa. But back to Dooney and Obi. So she said this and um, he's like, fam, like, what do I even do now? Do I cry? Is it to shout? Mm-hmm. Is it to rant? Mm-hmm. And he just takes her hand and like, he's trying to remember everything about her. Like how... Like, <sighs> You see how we're struggling, y'all? <laughs> no, we're struggling because, like, the... Oh, my God. The he language said, here. Like, he what is He closed his on? eyes while memorizing mm-hmm. the smoothness of her palm. That mm-hmm. detail was also important. Because mm-hmm. he was feeling the weight of her hand in his, like... And she's like, Obi, are you okay? And at this point, he... <laughs> he's like, I gotta feel all of her for the last time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a good goodbye sex kind of moment. He's like, um... Like, hey, he, he starts taking off her clothes and she's just like okay we doing this y'all yeah. and he's kissing her and everything is like picture snapshots of everything with her like yeah and she she notices his back like i think she puts her hand there and like yeah. it hurts obviously the wound yeah. is still raw and he's like just focus on right now and that <laughs> sorry that's sorry y'all so sorry and he didn't care if his mom would he didn't oh, care about in the anything. Of her living room it, i know crazy <laughs> he didn't care at all i think in that moment just like i don't know when i'm gonna see this girl again and i've always had this this yeah. feeling in my heart and my stomach that i that she's not gonna be with me for long so like yeah, she's not my moment like 
He didn't care about the nosy neighbors. He didn't care about if his mom walked in. He didn't care about the consequences. He just wanted to make love to her, and that's what they did. They made love to each other. Um, they just make love. What they do, do you? When they made a baby, one. Okay, yes. <laughs> they make a baby. But... but he also says, like, because he's, again, doing, like, physical snapshots of yeah. the moment. But he says, like, uh, he wanted to dive into Dooney, swim in her depths, bury himself and coat himself in what layers of her and what is it and sorry sorry coat himself with layers of her and at that moment he realized he didn't only love her there was something else he couldn't express maybe there was no singular word for it but the emotion whatever it was was vast and i think before or just after this like do said something similar she's like if i could like break down the word for you like under a microscope of how much i love you like i could like the the way i love you is like indescribable yeah but and even when he was inside of her i'm sorry y'all like <laughs> because we've not was said close other to upsetting her, things i'm so sorry like even what i mean is like even when he was close to her he just thought to himself like how can i even be closer like he yeah it's so it's their love and i really sorry, i really spoke okay, to you about this like offline offline i guess like off the podcast like this type of love scares me you guys like and that's something that i probably just have to like like i don't know like it's just it's crazy to me so crazy like i've, I've never felt that that sureness before that like that deep oh do you are you okay love yeah okay I'm okay. <laughs> it's okay um i'm not crying i know but you you took a slight pause and i was i was worried i wanted to make sure my best friend is fine no i'm fine i'm just like i love this book so much you guys like okay. i really love this book and it, it means so you don't know what it means to me like i'm sorry i love this book so much and it just it's just so hard for me like ugh, this is just so upsetting like i feel for these characters i really do mm-hmm. um but yeah, but I'm the opposite of Hana. Like blood oath aside, give me. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared of free falling like that. Like I do, I don't I, know. Like I, it's so, yeah. it's so, it's so limitless. You know what I mean? And, and I it love scares, that. it scares the hell out of me. Like I, to be drawn to somebody so much to the point where like it it beats all odds. Like it has no. And even when they described each other, like he asked her, like, "Why do you like me?" She just like, "I just, I just do." Like, I don't know how to describe. That's how it. I know they're soulmates. You, like, you don't have to like. It just is. You're everything. Yeah. Now, I just want to pinpoint something really important that really shocked me in this book, and I texted Odile when when I read this part. So, like, obviously, like when Odile talks about like he wanted to be in the depths of her and everything, he starts to think to himself that <laughs> he considered it himself a small price because Dooney yeah. was worth everything whereas for him he felt like he was not worth much oh yeah can we also we're, we're missing out the other yeah. reason why this is not just because they're not going to see each other for a while mm-hmm. he's made the decision he's not going to she's brought a phone yeah she's she said i filled it with enough credit and a nice phone of the time yeah um and he's like how the hell am i even gonna exp-? that's why i said it's not too much to buy a phone for this man but anyways he's like i don't even know how i'm gonna but a shirt is the limit but no anyways. no deal but the circumstances here are different no no i understand now okay. i understand okay now I understand. no worries we're on the same page now <laughs> yeah i'm on the same page i would say do not buy the shirt for him yeah but um he is not a bum okay yeah. there's no, no, a difference no, no. absolutely not, absolutely not. <laughs> there are bums in this world we'll be happy about that <laughs> they will take anything that. for a woman and they have, they lack shame well, let me tell you now but um he she's brought a phone and she's like i packed it with credit 
call me, email me, whatever. Like, we'll figure this out. We'll go with my plan. He's like, this girl's back here with this, this plan that was built by two dead selves. Like, I don't know what to tell her. Yeah. But he, because he's, he does, as Hannah said, he doesn't feel worthy of her. Yeah. He, he doesn't even want to be around her anymore because he fears if he continues to be around her in this circumstance that he's in, like, this is his life as it is. Mm-hmm. He she will turn into her mother yeah and that to i think to him that's a worse one because this woman's made him feel so it really hurts my chest like Mm -hmm. one this woman's made him feel so shit but imagine loving somebody so endlessly and then like because realistically that could happen and now they're telling you that you're a bum and you you'll you ain't shit you ain't never gonna be shit Mm -hmm. that would break me more than never talking to you again so he's he's promised himself he's like i'm not going to contact this girl until i am something Mm -hmm. and so she's saying all this ridiculous stuff about a plan and she's showing him the phone and he's just like girl girl, (laughs) i'm not gonna be there um like what's going on and she's like you just have to promise me that you have to believe and and he's like will you promise me something too Mm -hmm. and he said love me even when i'm not there he Mm -hmm. wanted to add even when it seems like i've walked away and forgotten you i haven't i never will Mm -hmm. but he gave her only those words and they seem like just enough Mm -hmm. i was just like i almost cried bro here i almost cried then he's like okay let me take a picture of you on my phone like which was so thousands of me because i don't have a phone i don't have any of you and she's like taking silly photos and yeah, because she was always the one who would take pictures of him on her phone. So he, and you know, when we talk about him trying to like pick up her, remember like in previous chapters, pick up her five, her senses. So yeah. he knows like how she touch, how she feels, like everything. Um, and now him having this little Samsung phone with a camera, he's just like, now it's like for me to almost like consolidate her memory yeah. it's more of like a f- less of a feeling that i get when i'm like laying down at night and thinking about her voice thinking about her smell now i actually have pictures to see like we were together there's evidence to show that yeah um and i guess that chapter ends more of like h- hoping in the future or like fate will bring them together i'm just um, taking in the words right now this last few chapters because he's like something about written the stars i don't know yes he's like some we're, we would see each other again someday yeah. when obina was more than he was now he would find her or maybe the universe a witness of the oath they had made would rearrange the order of their lives so they could meet and like obviously duty is a oblivious to all this and he's like even as his heart thumped frantically as if rebelling against his decision he felt at peace assured that he and duty were in- inevitable perhaps it was written in the stars perhaps they had written it in blood but it was written irreversible like carving letters into a stone yeah and i was just like you can always break a stone though are you happy with yourself for saying that do you feel did you get the guy did your house get bigger what did you gain? I'm just joking. I had to lighten <laughs> up the mood. That was very that was very difficult. That ch- actually, I would say that chapter 31 was more difficult for me to read than the previous chapters. Really? To like, yeah, because it's for me how, for me, what's so um, devastating is how Obina describes himself in the whole chapter. Like his, he can't lay on his back. Duty coming, yeah. saying I'm leaving. Him not feeling that he's worthy enough. Him feeling like he's not a man enough. Him, him thinking that I have to be somebody to be deserving of her, to measure up to her. All these like 
And it's all based on like how society treats people who don't have money. Yeah. And it just came together for me. And that chapter was definitely the saddest one. Absolutely. I, I absolutely hated, hated reading that chapter. And I kept going back and be like, ah, Jane, why? Why are you putting these words together like this? Like, this is so, this is so mean. This is so rude. But I'm glad that we moved. I, I, now that you told me that this is his last then chapter, that's actually even, that's why I've been feeling to myself. This is even worse. <laughs> this is way worse than I thought it was going to be. So it, I'm it upset is, right it, now. It just got worse, sir. How? <laughs> I've already suffered enough. Anyway, um, and now we move on to uh, present day in chapter 32. Part two. Oh, it's not, no, no, not yet. Oh, wait, we're not part two. My bad, y'all. This is the goodbye chapter. So after Dooney had, in present day, we left Dooney um, thinking about the conversation she had with her mom, telling her that you should stick with Christopher. He's reliable. He's sensible. Don't go for that dangerous love that can drive you mad and full of irrationality. And so... You know, everybody knows that Christopher is in town. And listen, girl, she has a life in Seattle. Okay. So Christopher is here to be like, girl, we're going back. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're not no longer going to stay here in this, in this Lagos doing, doing whatever you want. Mind you, do. she entered the bed after and was like, yeah, yeah I was confused, babe, but we good now. And he's like, okay, great. I missed you. Crazy part. He says, I love you. And what she did she to, say? She had to think about it. <laughs> and, and you know what? I kind of get duty. Like I'm also a person. I love you. Doesn't come easy to my lips. For Me most too. people in general. Yeah. We, we uh, didn't grow up saying that. Exactly. Uh, what do you call it? Words of affirmation? Not yeah, my strong don't point. Don't know what that is. Not my strong point. But my mom brought me fruit. So I know she <laughs> loves me. <laughs> exactly. Like when I, I'm the same way. Like when I think of moments of my mom loving me, I'm thinking like it's memories of her showering me. Yeah, it's usually doing my hair, picking me up from school, like like the physical things, like yeah. the, you know, acts of service is kind of said but like i love you ah, no. that would even make me laugh <laughs> and i said to, stop it to be clear it's not to think i don't no, think she loves me it's just course. like i love you something you see in white sitcoms <laughs> exactly i i used to think to myself you guys just say love you on the phone love you i saw actually an interesting tiktok about this this black guy i was know saying, girl you and i are so <laughs> like you and i are one of the same person but so you know what you are I'm ground out. You're you're bully, <laughs> girl. I want the bully to my ground out to be a man. Every day we hop on this podcast, but Delia denies the love she has for me. Do you guys not see this? I want you guys to take note that I have tried my best to show this girl love, but she denies me every single time. No, you're my soulmate for real. No, Delia, you know what? Shut up. It's done. It's above me now. Anyway, speaking about this TikTok. No, but girl, you're my soulmate, but like, girl, I just I'm want the bully you. to my ground out to be a man. I'm Summer Walker. I'm so over it. <laughs> Okay, like Summer Walker, you're going to be back. No, I won't. <laughs> so, but anyway, so, but the guy on the TikTok was saying, um, <laughs> he essentially, <laughs> forgive me now. I can't. I'm not but Obi. if it was Obi. <laughs> I'm Obi. I'm not, I'm forgive. What is, what's the last song on SZA's, um SOS album? Forgive, forgive less? Forgiving less? Is that even a word? It's not, but like, that's her last song <laughs> in SOS. Know. That's how I feel right now. Girl, you forgive me because last time you said that you still came here and said we we're bullying Grandma. Still, it's a very toxic relationship. But you finish your your little story. Anyway, so this guy in the TikTok said, um, when he obviously like most of us parents act of service, but then yeah. when he went off to uni 
you're obviously you you don't have the ability to do those things for people anymore because there's a distance before and he literally had to train himself and his family to say things like i love you yeah and like i care for you i miss you yeah and he would literally be like i love you (laughs) and i think i'm still at that stage where i'm like i'm shocked when people say i always tell the girls like our friend group like two of them are more like verbal yeah. Um, especially one of our friends and I was just like girl sometimes I'm like I heart you too like <laughs> love, <laughs> love. <laughs> like I and it's not that I don't love you or anything but like I just it just doesn't come easy to my mouth it feels it feels like bitter yeah I don't know what it is hopefully I'll change by the time I have kids but um yeah but anyways so any Hearst um so she said that so now 30 32 she's decided she's like this thing with obi it's like oil and water it, we do not mix yeah it's done let's end it so she goes to his house and she just walks in he's like hi and so and she says hi and he said hi it's always started with this simple word yeah and i was like oh, yeah now she's gonna ruin it for me and he's like, I've tried to call you, babes, like my wife, like I've tried to call you. I've tried to text you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I've been with my fiance. And he's like, again, I don't give a shite. Have you broken up with him? Yeah. And he's like, I'm not breaking up with Christopher. And she's like, eh? And <laughs> she's like, he's like, what are you talking about? You're not breaking up. He's like, I don't think we need to be together. We're we're not good together. Nothing good has come from us being together. Mm-hmm. Love should not be this hard, mm-hmm. which is ironic because, because she, used she to described say, she described that lo- she wants that type of love yep. where you have to go through obstacles, yep. you have to go through problems and challenges, and that's how it's a true test of how uh, faithful and how loyal and how belonging their love is. Exactly. I think she describes Titanic. She goes into yeah. like the Bachelor, whatever it is. But it's 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 them going back on what they it's it's crazy. Yeah. Meanwhile, like now she wants the simple let's meet. Yes. And, and he's like, no, let's let's, let's do the extravagant. Well, let's do yeah. let's do the hard stuff because it's worth it. Hey. And then she's like, all of a sudden, you still haven't really explained to me why you didn't contact me. Mm-hmm. And he, he he's still stuck. Like he doesn't want to say. And then she's trying to leave. And he's like, OK, fine. He's like, after what happened, happened, I knew that I needed to become something. Mm -hmm. I gained all of this for you, which Mm -hmm. is the wording of it is bad because if you go back to the previous chapter of their day of first, she said, don't do do any of this for me. Gain success for yourself. But he said, I did this for you. I knew that to be with you, I had to have the house. I had to have the cars, the success, the money. I had to be somebody Mm -hmm. because I didn't want you to treat me the way that your mother would. Mm -hmm. Now she's offended talking about, so you think that low of me? Mm -hmm. And let me finish first what Dooney said. And and, okay, no, I'm going to say it before I get to the thing. You you go. (laughs) Because... Let's be honest. A lot of the times, the biggest strain on a marriage or whatever it is is it's finances. It doesn't mean you don't love the person, but like a lot of people describe like seeing somebody who's not trying, even if they are trying, but like seeing them sitting on the couch being bummy, you're just like, oh my god! Like you want to beat them up, (laughs) do something, wash a dish or two. Like why is it every day come home you're sitting here in the same spot? (laughs) It's finances. Yeah, and. 
you know, Obi respects himself enough yeah. to not want that. And you honestly, he's seen that you're raised by a woman who is like that or appears like that. Mm-hmm. And why would I not be fearful that you would be that? And let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> Seriously. Dooney. Dooney. Dooney, come here. <laughs> Dooney, I'm going to take your hand as I say this. You love Obi, but the ease of your life... Like, I don't think you're willing to... You don't know the other side. Exactly. You 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 would never want to live... Because you find it so easy to, like... Remember when they went on their first date, like, just taking the credit card, paying yeah. for things, asking Paul to drop you here, asking Paul to drop you there, going to the U.S., getting your apartment, having allowance. Like, there are certain things that just come very... Like, you expect them to happen to your life because of I'll how you were raised. I'll do you one even better. Mm-hmm. In the present day, this boy picked you up in his expensive mercedes yeah okay. saying mercedes like my parents <laughs> mercedes mercedes benz okay mercedes benz <laughs> in that expensive mercedes mm-hmm. or was it a porsche it was a porsche girl we don't know girl, it was a car i can't afford convertible he picked you up took you to his big houses that i know are like the ones i see in nollywood films mm-hmm. he then you had no problem, girl. Made a meal for you in the big house. You stayed in the house. Mm-hmm. He then drove you back to your house in the same car. Mm-hmm. Then took you to a resort where he is Cost a normal, Legos. a normal person there, where he mentors other people. Yeah. The ease of the romance you're rebuilding is because of the sacrifices he's made not being with you. Boom. You thought when you were gonna land there, you're gonna see him as a taxi driver. Imagine. Yes, she did say that. And we'll you never think forget. you don't have biases? You do. Because that is the lifestyle that you, you're used to growing up with. Like, there's, I just don't see Dooney ever. Like, I know she loves Obi with all her heart, but I yeah. just don't see how she would be comfortable being with Obina if he did not have the wealth that he has acquired. She at would the grow to resent him. And, and I Absolutely. don't think Obi is the type, like, everybody's described as hardworking. Yeah. But even hardworking people. Things do not come easy in this life. Of like course. I don't know that many people who aren't hardworking. Yeah. But the life and the way the systems are made is the poor are meant to stay poor and the rich will get richer. Mm-hmm. Imagine if he had followed you to America now, no degree, no nothing. What would he be doing? Odd jobs? Would he be happy? Mm-hmm. Like there are a thousand like scenarios that could have come through and where this relationship could have ended, not because you guys don't love each other, but because sometimes love is not enough to sustain a relationship. He did you a favor a little bit by going and like becoming something, making not even becoming something materialistically, but being a man and growing up and forming himself because your twenties are so transformative. What if you didn't love Obi in his twenties? Look what his twenties was. He was gallivanting one corner to the left. He was, he was doing me. He was doing Odilia. He was doing Alex. (laughs) He was doing Laura. He was doing everybody. Listen. Uh huh. So, and I know, I know because of the stuff that happened to you, I'm not saying you should just forget, like you shouldn't be upset. You shouldn't be resentful, but perhaps some understanding you don't have you it. don't have it because you you never had to be in that situation and you don't even understand what the effect your mother has done to him because we talk about trauma all the time people with unchecked traumas traumatize other people and your hurt mother people hurt people literally and your mother has traumatized obina yeah like 
no, you're wants, 30 years old now. Think about it. Think about that. it. Very silly that one. And that is why the next thing that she says pisses me off. Oh, she yeah. says, "You're just like your father." And I screamed. <laughs> I literally I screamed. I I screamed and I put down the book. And then I just kept going. <laughs> the impact of those words, girl. I believe that's some of the most hurtful shit you can say to somebody if you know that their parent is trash. He has spoke very candidly to you about his father. Yeah. And how he and how him leaving had left him and his mother completely destitute that she yeah. had to literally pick up all the pieces and him helping his mom selling rice and stew so they're able to upkeep their home. And you saying that honestly, like, girl, why are you hitting below the belt? I never understand. I don't understand when you guys argue like that. Like, obviously, everybody, yeah. if you know somebody intently, you know what you know what you can say to really, really, like, push them over the edge. Like, everybody has, like, that button that you can press. Never press that button. <laughs> Seriously. Like, it's unnecessary. And he replies and says, I'm nothing like my father. How dare you? And she, she acknowledges that she said it because she was angry, but... Girl, it's already been said. It's already out in the Why atmosphere. Why was that the first thing that came to your mind? You could have been like, that was pussy of you. I would have preferred you said that than of you to say... Fair enough. You're just like your father, like... Very sick. But then she says, for years, I didn't hear a word from you. You just left. I was alone and I was pregnant. Okay, Pregnant? Fine. This is the first time he is not... This is the first <laughs> time that he's hearing this... <laughs> And he's just like, oh my God, you are pregnant? And then he said, why didn't you? He's like, what? so he's like, so when you were telling me you were in trouble in the emails, that's what you meant. And here's my thing. This is my problem with Dooney. She did not exhaust every yeah, possible She didn't try option. hard enough. Because me too, if somebody I don't want to talk to for whatever reason is telling me I'm in trouble, you suddenly start telling me that, I'm going to think you're just trying to get my attention as well. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> you should have clearly said, Omina, I am this many days pregnant this is the last time we had like i'd be so serious about it yeah obviously she said by the time it was too late and she had told him the email bounced back because he had deleted the account is that the show yes girl you're right okay he had deleted the account i was like oh maybe it was later no no, no. You, you're you're on track you're on track and um so he didn't get it but okay the email bounced back Call Paul. Call your daddy. Reach him because call a mecca. I know you somebody. have the resources. To, to you reach had him. the resources to do it. You just yeah. didn't do it. And I know at a certain point it's like pride. Like, oh man, like this man has been airing me. Like he's ghosting me. But we have bigger fish to fry. If you say Obi, if you don't want to be with me, that's fine. Like that's okay. But I am pregnant. We have a child to think of. You would have saved yourself years of heartache. Yeah. But you didn't exhaust every option. You didn't tell him you were pregnant. You've not. You've been with him for several days, and you've still not tell him that you've had this experience. And he asked you what happened in America, and she went and quiet. And you said nothing. Like, and now he's putting out the pieces. Oh, you had a girl, Austin. Yeah. And he's like. So you lost the baby. Yes. And I, I'm, a, I'm assuming this was an abortion. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> what she says next. <laughs> she said, we're so fucking she said, tragic. We're so Obina. fucking tragic. Said, uh, what are we doing? Let's just stop this nonsense immediately. <laughs> Goodbye. We're so Mind fucking you, tragic. He's on the ground crying. <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah. So he did fall down to his knees, fetal position, not fetal, but like you guys, like he fell down to his knees, like Summer Walker. And 
he's devastated because I, I, me too. Like this is the first time I'm hearing that you were pregnant, you were in trouble, you had an abortion, you lost a baby, whatever it may be, and now you're saying goodbye to me because you're going to the U.S. tomorrow with your fiance who you do not love. After we have spent the last six days trying to rekindle this, this soul matey. <laughs> The soul matey. <laughs> the word I'm using right now. Okay. This this love that we have for each other. Anyway, um, she runs out of the gate, hops into her car. Um <laughs> bye. <laughs> like at that point, I'm just like, girl, a lot has been said that I, I don't know. How do we recover from this, you guys? How do we recover from this? I closed the book and I started delegating everybody in my room, my pillows, my bed sheets, <laughs> my laptop. I'm just like, you guys. What we gonna do now? <laughs> I miss Juicy. What we gonna do now, you guys? <laughs> How can we fix the problem? Because obviously they belong with each other. And oh my God. I don't think they're tragic. I just think that these are just the... Perhaps unfortunate. Yes. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's tragic. I just think these are just like the, the trauma, the, the circumstances, the everything just melding together to bring this big problem here. But if you really love each other, you can make it work. And I was shocked because after this chapter, why did I see part two? <laughs> <laughs> I said, ah, finish now. Like, <laughs> let's stay where we are at. Let's say where we at. But then let's just move on. So we move on to part. I didn't even know there was a part one or two. I, mean, I was out here thinking, about I, I noticed it. Here? I noticed the part one. But part one it clearly is so long that you do forget that this book is part one. And That's part what two. shocked me. I said, what's going on here? I hope this is not like, I thought there were going to be pictures in the middle or something. <laughs> anyway, Literally, like part one is the first 33 chapters of a 44 chapter book. Honestly, these last couple of chapters were, ugh, um, they, they were, they were really exhausting. I'll tell you right now, it gets worse. My heart, and you keep saying that, and I just don't know if my heart can talk anymore. <laughs> anyway, we move on to part two, and we move to chapter thirty-three, which is the last chapter we're going to be discussing in this particular episode. And we are in Seattle, and Dooney is actually at her best friend Emily's household, and you know, they're they're discussing you know you got like how's legos how are things going i'm assuming emily's a white woman yes she is white um she's like oh my god like she's eight years older as well. eight years older yeah okay now um it has so, two daughters who are around the ages of like 10 and 13 somewhere in between there interesting interesting um so emily's of course inquiring like how was legos like you know like you like, you've been different, you know what I mean? You've been back here for a week and you've been acting a little bit strange. Like, girl, like, give me the rundown, as you know, as girls do when they go for brunch or every time they're, they're around each other and it's been a while. So Dooney describes, like, girl, <laughs> his name is Obina. And so from there, she tells, like, this is how... Maybe this is her first friend that she's honest with. She didn't even tell Tia. Yes, you're absolutely right. I didn't, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So she spills everything to Emily, like, how they, you know where they met their the their, basically their whole love story and the only reaction emily had if, if someone told me this for the first time i'd be like girl so okay why you like, christopher can you go get your husband <laughs> like like for don't me, piss me off it could all be so simple <laughs> like uh lauren hills in an x factor so she actually did say that. i googled it while you were chatting okay <laughs> um and she's just and emily says like honestly christopher does not deserve that and i 100 percent agree that i know we haven't really developed deep down into christopher's character but he seems like a very caring 
um, decent man. And I feel like if you if your heart is somewhere else, you should definitely tell the person that you're with, like, I I don't want to be here. I don't even love you. Like, I would up. argue she don't even like him, but that's just exactly like it's just like what are we doing here? Like every time I put that ring on, it feels so heavy. Like I need to take that ring off. Like Beyonce said in um the deluxe album for four when she's talking about Miss Tina getting taking her ring off. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many like random references you Miss guys. Tina took so- that ring off again, but um Oh, she did. Listen now. <laughs> um and she's just like, Well, Emma's just like, So what are you gonna do? She's like, Well, I'm I think I'm gonna have, just have to tell Christopher the truth that I yeah. I just there's this man in Lagos who his heart calls my name and no, no but that's not what she wants to do she because she still is under the impression she is not going to be with Obina and I said listen Miss Gwell uh, I only have so many I'm pages just jump left forwards. if like, you don't it is stop this is. foolishness right now but anyway so she's she's under that impression so she's like yeah I feel different because the only person in this life who's made me laugh made me fall that's why i said what i said Obi. and girl I'm, go get your man and i'm different now but i want to be different and full and not on autopilot without obi mm-hmm. but i don't want to do it with christopher because i don't love him but she feels freed too so not that freed. the last time we 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 see her for this episode before we go into the final chapters is she's preparing to go do what hana said she's gonna go end it but not to be with obi to be well, by herself as she claims sure but in my mind obi is is the backdrop okay <laughs> because it makes no sense as to why you're gonna why are you leaving christopher girl is it for yourself <laughs> is it so your house can get bigger yeah no dj booth it's not she said it's for herself okay i will believe that when queen elizabeth rises from her grave and tells me she's back to recolonize us. They might do it with the way medicine's going and Honestly, the access girl, rich people have. Listen, it's very scary out here these days. Um, and so then later that night, I think Duty does her little routine where she's sitting in her bed. She has a book, most likely Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, um, that's some weird comfort reading. I can't lie, but go off, Queen. I think it's the. I, I don't think it's just the book itself. I think it's the what concept it of like rewatching or rereading things that you already know the endings to. You know what I mean? I think for many reasons, like in the real world, yeah, fine. That kind of makes sense because, okay. And then two, obviously it's symbolic to this book because we're dealing with similar themes as mm-hmm. Pride and Prejudice. But, um, okay. <laughs> it's okay, Odelia. What's that one line from the book everybody loves? I can't remember. There's like something that Darcy says that like has all the girls like swooning. I've loved you ardently throughout my life. Um, I think there's another one. Girl, I can't remember. But, uh, yeah. Is it when he confesses to her that he loves her? Or is it, like, after she rejects him and then he comes back and says, like, nothing has changed. Do you still love me? Like, do you want to... Not when she goes back to him. I think when he... When he first... Yeah. The first time he confesses love love to her. Yeah, I guess. I don't remember. I would say Pride and Page is not one of my favorite Jane Austen books, you guys. So, I don't... That's the only one I've read. So I cannot even quote it. Like, I think I prefer others, but that's just me. But she also prefers the version with, um, <laughs> with Colin Firth. But the better version is the Kira Knightley I'm gonna one. I'm going to tell you right now. With um, Homeboy from Succession. Stop. Tom Wamsdale. Anybody, <laughs> anybody who has read Pride and Prejudice understands that the BBC l- series with Colin Firth 
is actually the most accurate depiction of Pride and Prejudice. Like, if you like the book, then you have to like the BBC version. But the Kira Knightley one is the better romance. No, the Kira Knightley one is the one that has been repackaged, modified, so it's an easy digestible piece of work for you guys to get it in. That's okay, why so it then, has done its numbers. I have a but question. I can tell you right now, I can tell you right now the Colin Firth one is the one, the BBC's one is the one that's no. most accurate to the book. So who do you like better? Tom Wamsgan? That's not even his I'm name. I'm going to say to- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Colin Firth for me is Mr. Darcy perfectly. He's very Mr. Darcy. You so you haven't read the book. I've read the book. No, you haven't. I have. I'm just going to say there's a difference between, I mean, we can all have our different arguments around it, but I'm just going to say like my piece on it is that if you read Pride and Prejudice and like you really delve into Jane Austen's language, Colin Firth is Mr. Darcy. So for you, it's the accuracy rather than the emotion. The accuracy, the emotion, everything about it. Everything about Keira Knightley's version is just used for pop culture to sell copies. And that's what exactly, that's exactly what it did. It sold copies. Because think about it. Who's going to read, sit down and read Pride and Prejudice and learn words like felicity? No one knows what felicity that means. Felicity is not a hard word. Some people don't know that. And that's <laughs> why they repackage it for the goldfish so they're able to digest a little rom-com. Mind you, the 2006 version is also like three hours. I've never watched it before. Really? I don't think I know. I don't think I know it that well. I only know bits and pieces of it. But from what I... I've watched the BBC one for sure. And Wait, so you've you not watched book, both, but you believe one is... It makes a lot of sense. (laughs) It makes a lot of sense, though. It does. Because imagine the BBC series is like six episodes and it really goes through the book as it is rather than the pop culture because it's quick. It's a little snippet. It's y'all don't read. Y'all don't like albums anymore. You just like quick hits, quick hits. That's exactly how I describe the difference in those two um, versions of Pride and Prejudice. And anybody who wants to come for me for that, go ahead. I know you can't read yourself. Anyway. Okay. We move. Okay, so I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just speaking for Jane Austen and and the woman that she is, and all that she has done for us. Anyway, so we're back to Dooley's household. <laughs> no, and she talks about. I think she just starts reminiscing about like twelve years after she found out she was pregnant, and then she was so emotionally exhausted, and how she was on autopilot. I think you teased that already. Yeah, talking about she wanted to have her her parents make the decisions over her because she just wanted to have more control wanted to have more stability in her life and i think that's where like seattle be like she doesn't feel like she fits seattle anymore after coming back from lagos this time mm-hmm. because she just like things are different i've i've i met i saw obi after 12 years like i have to find a way to i guess be happy i don't think she's a happy person in seattle married on fiance to christopher and everything um Anyway, so I like this I like this right here. I just read this right now. Dooney had been looking in mirrors for years, but she hadn't been seeing herself. And maybe because those pieces of her had been in Nigeria with a boy who also had her heart. That's really cute. So I guess that's just like the ending of how she felt in this chapter. And then she twisted the engagement ring off her finger. And I think for me, it's, that's more of like her an action to tell us that she's going to pursue this idea of like okay let me tell christopher like this is not working out and finding herself at the end of um that chapter and um ladies and gentlemen that's how we end okay now it's time for what my um who i would cast oh not this (laughs) not this please i've made some updates so i still want the last time we were here i said i wanted um beverly nias tiwa 
I'm keeping that. I'm removing Beverly Oju from the role of Dooney. So sorry. And I would like it to be any Dima Koji. She is in Blood Sisters on Netflix. You should check it out. It's a pretty good series. And then um, uh, for Obina, for, because I lack, I can't find somebody. I don't think anybody would do a good job, but for lack of a better person, he played uh, the brother in the wedding party. He played Nanso. His name is Ayinia Nigwe. That, that's just because I, I I'm not sure about that one. But I want, um, the problem is these two women played mother-in-laws and I think they're similar in age. So I'm going to actually remove who I wanted to play, Ia Agba. But I'm going to keep Irriti Doyle to play Duty's mother, Mrs. Duty. Mrs. Duty's mother. And that's what I've that's what I've got for right now. And yeah, so I gotta look for someone for Iagba. And this is all very important to me personally. Um, I know what I said. Uh yeah, but that's who I would cast. But I'm also the opinion as of right now, I don't want anybody to make this a film whatsoever. I don't want a TV show. I don't want a movie. I, think I don't like think Pirate anybody Pages, can do they it. Make a BBC version of where we even worse. And then a movie <laughs> that's two hours long for the other girlies that can sit down and focus. I don't I don't yeah, want I'm you guys to that. I don't want you guys to to, to ruin it. I, feel, I don't think you will be able to do Jane's work justice. It's not that we don't want you to make money, Miss Jane Igaro. We definitely do. We just don't. I don't trust these people. And my last sentiment for the podcast, I know we're running really long, is because we're heading into the final chapters, y'all, I'm really going to miss this book. It's I've been obsessed with it for the past month. It sits on my Has nightstand. Almost. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're going to finish. We take four weeks to you're right love so i've been obsessed with this book i think about it at least once a day um partially because it sits on my night's table and i look at it and i go oh why are you so obsessed with me boy i wanna know anyway so (laughs) the the next book we are reading we are staying i believe within the realms of nigeria Mm -hmm. the the author anyways is nigerian and their name is Akweke Emezi. And we will be reading their book, uh, You Made a Fool of Death with Your Beauty. A very powerful um, yeah. book. I'm really curious to see what unfolds in that one. I agree. Um, the The title is very, very grabbing. And it you almost made... makes me think mm-hmm. romance. But you guys, I've seen a couple people talk about it. Um, I know their work through another book, Freshwater, and I can tell you right now, y'all, we're in, we're in for some, we're in for some delight. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're we're gonna stay there. Yeah, we're gonna stay in that part of the the continent, and then we'll see what comes a little bit after that one. But yeah, but thank you, Hannah. You got anything else to say? I have nothing to say other than that. You guys, please know that you are worthy. <laughs> please know that you don't have to be, quote, in quotation, somebody in what our society describes somebody in order to make it to be yeah. a better person. Because I'm not going to lie to you, Obina's story really, really broke me. Like, it was just completely sad. And I know a lot of people believe that but i i hope that's i just hope that 
whoever is listening to this, <laughs> that you don't have to be a somebody. I think you can just be a regular person with a kind heart who's compassionate and who is able to take care of themselves and the people they love around them. Like, I think, honestly, that's all God wants from you or whatever you believe in, whatever the universe wants from you. Other than that, you guys. Um, and we, once you believe that, Head on over to our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok. <laughs> How about you guys going to come and say, I believe. <laughs> Tell us how much you believe. Don't you believe. <laughs> you can also put in an email at uh, romantically at romantically gmail.com. We're romantically lit on all uh, platforms. Please rate our podcast on Apple Music, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to this little ramble on. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and we i for one cannot wait to talk about this book next week um i love this book literally guys i think this is my top book of the year so far and i'm so sorry for whatever comes next the competition has gotten fierce y'all it's gotten fierce so 